Podcast. further up the mountain because he obviously wasn't right off the main trails on the lower part of the mountain. He didn't really tell you, he didn't really know much about the legend. Well, we, we learned there's some he temple, told, right? He told, yeah, there's a temple. There's a temple nearby. Okay, and he and you decided, the last thing you said the last time we played was is that we were going to go to bed and in the morning we were going to go and talk to the people at the temple because, you know, as far as legends were concerned, he said they're probably the best place to find okay. you know, Actual writings of legends and things like that. So, but he uh, he told stories, you know, of, of you know the giant dog decimating armies and uh, uh, digging, you know, lakes, you know, with his with his claw, you know, with his digging ability and and uh, uh, you know just just various things about how you know amazingly powerful and gigantic this dog was. Um, but those are all legends. He keeps saying, he keeps repeating to you mm-hmm. that these are legends because he seems to be honestly concerned that you are addled in your brain and you think that it's real and you're going to go up and get yourself killed on the mountain, okay. which, he, which he considers a terrible, which he considered to be a terrible waste of womanhood. About how tall is the mountain? Well, the top is shrouded in clouds, so you can't say for sure, but. If you're going to give it an estimate, I would place it somewhere around the neighborhood of uh, 10,000 to you know, 12,000 feet. And what's the range on the radar on my robot? Uh, nowhere near that. No. Probably, probably a mile, which would be around 5,000 feet. Oh, and the trail that we take to go up there would be on the opposite side or near the opposite side of the mountain as the one that... Um, that other um, that other guy was going to take Carlos Pradego. Yeah, oh, right. Mm-hmm. As Carlos Pradego is is no doubt going up the other side of the mountain if he is going up at the mountain at all. And Philip also suggests we might want to consider getting uh, some some henchmen or signed to, to uh, help us perhaps provide more manpower or woman power if we get into a significant conflict over this. How much are we going to explain to the henchmen? And if we find the thing we're looking for, who's to say the henchmen would not actually want that? Well, that's true. It's risks. I think we should just go. So you think the henchmen would be capable of taking it away from you? Not letting me get it in the first place. 
I'm, I'm more worried about we can't explain everything the henchmen like saying, you know, we're from Ined and we're on this mission. And we really believe there's this mythological creature out there and Are you talking to Philip about this? Yeah. Because you've left, you know, um, the, the, the fine company of um, your, your good friend. Uh, Nita. Yeah, in the morning, first of all, I want to go to my robot and see what I can see up the mountain using radar just while we're, where we're standing. Okay. Because uh, half, half the distance is still a good distance. All right. Well, second, I want to go to the temple and find out more about this. You can see that trees go up the mountain uh, at least halfway, up to the range of what you can see. So the out, so basically, your radar is showing you nothing except trees. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a heavy growth of forest all the way up. As far as you can see. Does it show, like, where there's a path? Not really. No, I would think not. Does it show where there's perhaps a ledge I can fly the robot up and save some time? Mm. I'd say no. I mean, your radar is designed to target, you know, other flying creatures for your weapons. Mm. Okay, It's not designed to give you a, a, a you know, some kind of a, a scanning you know, display of, of, of the terrain. I use this a little early, but let's say it is. Okay. So. I handed him an equipment token. Mm, that's that let's make a luck roll. Do, do you wish to confirm it? What? Do you wish to confirm the luck roll? How would I do that? You give me a to- You give me one of your bennies. Ah, yes. There does appear to be uh, a, uh, uh, a a place for you to put your robot about two thousand feet up. Is it next to a trail or a cave? You have no idea. <clears throat> You can only tell by the radar coming back that there does seem to be some kind of a wide uh, ledge, flattening of the of the mountain. There could be a rock that's fallen off and embedded itself in the side, and one end of it where it sheared off is providing this ledge. You know, there could be a cave there. It's hard to say. It is covered with trees, so. Okay. Let's go to the temple. All right. So, you go down to the temple. Does it look as though people might be required to, like, bring, like, offerings or something before they go in? Well, what time are you going to go to the temple? Morning. That's a really wide area of time. Let's say 9 a.m.? 9. Okay. So, this is far after most people have gotten up. Yeah, but I had to go to the robot and fiddle with the radar mm-hmm. first. Right. Okay. So, the um, 
So there's uh, the, the the temple is in full swing at this point. Um, there are people coming and going. Um, some people are are bringing baskets with stuff in it. Um, you see monks on the outside, um, and they are uh, and they are busy um, uh, tending the shrubs and the grasses and the various things that are part of the outside of it. Some of them are. Uh, scrubbing a part of the uh, one of the statues down uh, using ropes from the top of the of the temple, lowering down and climbing up them very monkish like yeah. monkey oh. monkey like. I'm actually making a pun on the monk. Uh, now you know, actually, there is one thing we are going to need henchmen for. Maybe somebody to help with mountain climbing because I don't think either of us have mountain climbing skills. That's climbing. Eventually. Or climbing. Is yeah. mountain climbing? It's called climbing. No, I don't actually have that. There's no skill for mountain climbing. There's something called climbing, and you could take an edge that had to do with mountain climbing that would give you a bonus. So you... Um, excuse me. So you walk up the, the stairs... Um, uh, to the uh, to the front the front door of the temple. First, as I said, first I want to see if we're required to bring offerings before going in. And if so, I will go get an offering to bring in. Are you going to ask somebody this question? Or? First, I, I watch the people go in and see if they seem to be like carrying bowls or something. People did seem to be carrying a number of baskets that had things in them. Okay, I stop one of them. I say, "I'm part of me. I'm." We're, you we're travelers from a distant country. We'd like to know what would, what is etiquette require that mm-hmm. we bring when visiting the temple. Um, and he says, um, well, and he says to you, well, of course, uh, uh, a gift is always um, uh, a a blessing, you know, uh, for um, uh, Lakshmi. So she gives she gives the gift to prosperity. It's only is only appropriate that those who are prospered give back, so that the temple itself can can serve the uh, to provide prosperity to the poor. Let's say what type of things would be considered common gifts. Well, since you are a stranger, since you do not even know of, uh, of this, um, I would recommend that you simply give money. Mm-hmm. Or any other gift, would be, its meaning would be lost on you. Mm-hmm. Is that not true? Yes. Okay. So, give money. That is always welcome. <clears throat> From what I know of when we were, you know, buying stuff here, and if nothing else, we at least have to pay for lodgings and food. Um, what about would one of our pieces of gold be? 
in terms of money. Well, you haven't actually spent any of your pieces of gold. So uh, other than giving it to the one farmer who was very, very grateful to get it. What did we use to buy lodgings and food? Silver. Oh. And, yeah, you haven't bought food yet. Uh, your lodgings, uh, uh, I'm not, I, I'm, I think he, I think um, uh, Gita paid for that as well. But uh, in any regard, uh, it would have been, it definitely wouldn't have been a gold piece. It would have been, you know, like a silver or something. Um, okay. How about three silver? Go around the town. Uh, try to find a place where I can get some local money in exchange for gold. So you want to go to a money changer? Is that yes. what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Is All right. One? So we'll direct you to a money changer. Yes, this is a town of commerce. Money changers are not at all uncommon. As a matter of fact, is that uh, um, there is law in this town that uh, if you uh, do not use the imperial silver, you will be charged extra uh, because the tax on non-imperial silver is twice the tax that is on imperial silver. Okay, I'm going to <clears throat> then go to the money changer and I ask them, um, we're travelers from far away, we have, I have, I have one piece of gold I would like to, to get um, local money for this one piece of gold. Okay, he says my, um, uh, I, he, he'll take this, says, let me see your piece of gold. I give him the piece of gold. He takes it, he weighs it, you know, he says, hmm. Okay, it's a little short. Um, it says, I will offer you 15 silver pieces for this. Um, what would be the skill to bargain with him or see if he's... I don't know. Me? What You tell me. You haven't spent any time checking prices or anything like that. You just simply ask to go to a money changer, and he's offering you 15 silver for uh, your gold piece. So I don't didn't even notice, um, like, when Gita or whatever his name was paying for lodging. Or when people are buying drinks, like they're giving one silver piece, you know, 20 silver pieces, what? Um, a silver piece paid for your entire meal. Um, and a silver piece paid for the entertainment. Okay, so... And your room basically cost a silver piece as well. So, let's see. So three silver pieces what, what, got, got, a, got a high-class... Well, a relatively high class evening uh, okay. with, a, with, a, with a hotel and a meal. What is and the, with, with live entertainment? What is the game system's equivalent of sense motive? Uh, notice. Okay, well, see if I can notice. And, and by the way, not every game system has that. Okay, I'd like to know if we Yeah, not every game system has the ability for you to read somebody. Mm-hmm. You just simply have to deduce it based upon subtle cues like, are they looking like they're askance? This guy's a businessman. You know, he, he's probably giving you his best poker face if he's lying to you. 
So notice. Notice. Um, that's two, so I'll bang it. Okay. Um, I failed. Okay. Sounds like a deal. Yeah. Um, I got a four. His poker face beats your four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so is it a deal? How about we request 20 silver pieces? I don't know. Is, are you doing that? Well, I, I, I suggest that to soccer that are you suggesting it in English or local? I don't know what he's doing right now. In English. In English. Okay, um, my my friend thinks that um, it's worth at least um, 25. So how about 25? Oh, it's worth 25. But with the tax and the fact that I must ha- I must make a living, I have my own family to raise, I cannot offer you what it's worth. I can offer you what I can afford with, that, you know, with a fair with a fair amount of profit for myself. Well, I think fifteen is a fair profit. With a fair amount of profit, um, I know that it's pop, that three silver pieces can get us a night at a hotel plus food and entertainment. So certainly, three silver pieces would um, be um, sufficient for you to. Make a decent profit off of this. So, how about twenty-two? He, and he says that's that's not even the tax, sir. You're you're totally misunderstanding how Me, things ma'am? work. Sakura, how about we just come back later, perhaps? Uh, you saying it's in English or local? Oh, I'll say it's in English. Uh-huh. And I suggest there may be other people we can check with. We don't have to just go with him. Look, we remember. We're not actually here to make the best possible deal we can. We need to. I'm not talking about taking up a lot of time. We'll just take five minutes to see if someone else. We can even just ask someone at random on the street if they can. I mean, we don't have so? to go through him. We'll have to go through an official exchanger, do we? But they'll charge more. Well, I mean, how many people on the street do you think are carrying enough silver to make the exchange and be willing to do so? Because they're going to end up having to come to this guy and. Um, and trade their money for the imperial silver because otherwise mm. it's going to hurt them and their taxes. Unless, of course, there's they're up. Mm. Unless, of course, you knew, for example, a merchant who was leaving and going someplace else, and uh, who might not mind taking mm-hmm. gold that might be less readily taxed in another location and might be willing to give okay, you a better deal on point. your silver. But, I mean, you, it all depends on who you ask. But if you ask your average person walking down the street whether they've got $150 in their pocket, okay, mm-hmm. to, ch- to change your $500 bill, they're probably, you know, they're probably going to say, yeah, sorry. Okay. All right, I get the point. Okay. Now, are we in an area where there are a lot of different merchants? Yes, there are. Okay. Well... Then can I use a notice check to see if I notice that there's another, perhaps, um, monetary uh, exchanger other than him? Um, that would be a streetwise check. Oh. Okay, while he's thinking of that, I say, fine, and I give, give him the gold in exchange for the 15 silver. Okay. All right. 
All right. So he says, well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I apologize for uh, misunderstanding your gender. Uh, I hope you will come back. Uh, I think you'll find that I've offered you a fair deal. Very uh, well. And um, I, I wish the blessings of uh, uh, Lakshmi on you. Since you hey, give him a Japanese blessing in response, except as a player, I don't actually know any. Right, then he also will not understand it unless you're translating it. Okay. Um, and then I guess we leave. Okay. Just considering we're, this is not Dungeons and Dragons, we're not actually here to get the yeah the maximum benefit we can out of each individual gold coin. Right. right. I mean, it's not like you earned that gold coin before. You you you, you basically got it allocated out of yeah. Uh, you know you, re, you put a requisition in for it before you left. Well, I wasn't talking about taking a long time anyway. I was just talking about taking five to ten minutes no, go to ahead. check with one but or two But you still need to make your street watch check, John. Well, it's already done now. It doesn't matter. So. No. And it's not a big deal So anymore. you don't want to do a street watch check and look around to see if there's other places? Yeah, maybe you can tell me that I got cheated. Well, uh, I don't have street watch anyhow, except I've got the jack-of-all-trades, so I can go ahead and give it a roll. It yeah, it's a, if it's a smart-based... Uh, smart base. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, and I don't think it would be streetwise. Um, I don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's forty-three. I think. It's not, no, it's not. It's forty. What do they make the gold coins look at? Do they have like Streetwise is logos? smarts. So do they have like ident logos or something on what the gold coins. Um, or did they have probably, like some like generic head? They're or? probably um, uh, Kugarons. They're probably just because gold is is sold by the ounce all over the world in the United. States. I mean, in, in, on Earth Prime, in, in coins. I, was, in, but, in, but I, I thought that most of the stuff that would be like precious on Earth Prime, they actually don't let it on Earth Prime, and so they use it just for the purpose of giving to travelers and nothing else. Are you, talking about, are you talking about gold dips this like on another location and you have to take it out and never actually comes back to Earth? What I'm saying I thought that any kind of like precious materials that we would get requisition would come from off Earth because they have stuff they find off Earth that they can't bring on Earth. Hmm. And right. they, they wouldn't give us a Krugerrand if they have a stack a stock of gold that they can use for nothing else but giving to fringe explorers. Well you're right, that there's a good point there. So in that case, you probably would you would probably have a collection of different size and shaped and minted coinage from all over the uh, mm. the, the 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 French paths and the uh, alien core worlds. Huh. So anyway, I didn't do that good. I just got a D four. I mean a four. Well, so four good. means you'd find it if, it if it existed. Okay, and and there is on the other side of town. There is a there's a coin exchanger. Actually, there's a um, both of these were, were basically on one side or the other side of town from the temple. Mm-hmm. You always find your coin your, your money exchangers right next to your temples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Especially if the temples because temples receive offerings of various kinds. So there was there's another there is another coin exchanger. Mm-hmm.
So you want to take time to walk over there and find out? No. Well, we've already... Okay. Why would I do that? Well, you two were suggesting that I could still go ahead and do that, and I could tell you if we got cheated some or not. I wasn't suggesting that. That's what you said. Suggesting that as a player. I don't think Sakura would say, let's see if you can show that Sakura got cheated. Well, anyway, let's just move on. There's, I don't see much point in yeah. laboring this. Right, let's go to the temple. All right, so you go to the temple. And oh. as before, you uh, they're, they're, they're still working on... Apparently, the outside of this temple is covered with, with bias relief of, of, of the various gods and animals of all kinds, especially elephants. Uh, there's, uh, there's also... Um, uh, what looks to be uh, like baskets full of fruit and coins uh, pouring out uh, 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 from from the you know down toward where the people would be below. Uh, it's it, it's, it's a, a huge array of generosity is what it really looks like. It's very it's it's for someone who's hungry or, or poor or anything like that. It would be very encouraging. So you walk in, um, and as you walk in, you see that there's a crowd of people in front of you. Uh, okay, after we walk in, I look around to see if any other people are making cash offerings, and if so, I try to see how much. Okay, so you're looking around, and what you see is you see there's a whole bunch of monks who are taking people's offerings, okay, and praying for them. Okay, they're kneeling down, they're praying... They're 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 giving uh, 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 Shimmy's uh, blessing upon them. Uh, they're telling them that you know that, they, that the, you know they're they're listening to their troubles and they're telling them that this will that, you know, this will be improved. Some of them are actually offering some advice to them about their various situations. Uh, some of it is actually uh, more personal, you know, family troubles, things like that. And there's a large collection of people, you know, all right here at the very end, right near the door, okay? You see in the middle there's an open corridor, okay? The inside of this thing uh, seems, uh, uh, seems to be a large area, but it's filled with these gigantic stone statues of elephants, and the elephants are on either side of the uh, uh, of, of of this corridor, okay, between them, the space between them, and there's there's multiple sets of them, and uh, and on the uh, in each of the elephants uh, from their tusks is hand is is hanging some kind of a platter or basket, okay. There's about there's about four uh, four. Of these, and then at the very end, uh, you can see a statue of this beautiful, uh, very elaborately dressed woman with dark hair, and uh, and she is flanked on either side by these two gigantic elephants. Okay, and in her hands, holding forth, look like gold coins. Okay, uh, and. And at the very front, you can see these two uh, uh, white-robed individuals, okay, on either side, 
and in the, the ones at the very back you can see are uh, wearing saffron robes, yellow robes. And, uh, and so it's a little bit of looking at it, it makes pretty clear to you that what you're supposed to do is if you want to reach the very front, you need to make an offering on each step down the way. And of course, each step probably would come with a greater blessing from uh, Lakshmi. Lakshmi. And uh, how far up do people usually go just once? Well, you can see that most people stop at the very back. Uh, they, they're right there. They're, they're, they're making their offering. Sometimes it's a chicken. Sometimes it's a, a, a loaf of bread. Sometimes it's a, 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 some, some meat on a stick. So in some cases, it's coinage. Okay, it could be a... Uh, what kind of coinage? Uh, silver. Uh, and and uh, probably copper. Hmm. Um, there's various things... Is that you can see that around behind the monks is this this small stack uh, against one of the elephants of, of various household goods and um, uh, uh, pottery and and all kinds of things that are they're there. Um, the uh, uh, it's quite a collection, and of course this is only nine o'clock in the morning. So how many uh, steps? We mean steps. You said each step you have to give more money. It looks like a total of five. Mm-hmm. This is the first step, and then there's uh, there's then there's three more, and then there uh, three more sets of elephants, and then there's finally the, the 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 big main altar. So, but this entire this entire place is is, is mostly filled with these gigantic statues of elephants, mm-hmm. which are all very beautifully painted. And, uh, and and very very it's great art is what I can say it looks very very nice it's not this is this is clearly a, a, a very prosperous uh, temple uh, or they have worked they, they're very diligent they're very committed to their decorations and keeping them look as nice as possible all the time uh, the, you don't see anybody working on the decorations inside the uh, temple at this time they're just standing there doing their duties uh, which is to receive uh, uh, receive offerings and give and give blessings. So, uh, okay. So the people standing there are all standing by which one? They're all at the back. The first set of the first set of elephants. The the starting set or the finishing set? They're at the starting set, the one furthest away from the altar. Okay, they're, paying, no, they're, they're paying the cheapest amount that they can pay in order to get uh, their blessing from the goddess. Okay. All right. In other words, these people are poor. Okay. Or they're cheap. One of the two. Or they're making uh, an appearance and they don't feel like spending a lot of money. Though, frankly, I think most people that would be making an appearance would be spending more money because that's the whole point of making an appearance. So we don't see anybody going up. Or do I didn't say that. I said there was all, but there's there's a, 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 a there's nobody all the way at the very front, but there are uh, a couple people at the uh, first set beyond, and there's one person at the second set beyond. Okay. Um, do we, so there's can, two two rows where nobody has given anything. Can we overhear what the people at the later sets are asking for? Absolutely not. It is just it is a din of noise right around you. People talking, talking to each other, 
uh, talking to the priests. It's just a babble going on here. If you want to be able to hear something like that, then you're going to have to do something to enable it or get closer. Okay, I'm going to donate a silver at the first step, and then I go to the second step and I donate a silver there as well. Okay, all right. Uh, there, there is a um, uh, there is a female uh, priest there, and she says, "Blessings be unto you, O great and generous soul." However, the blessings of uh, Lakshmi are greater here than they are back there. Yes, um, I I came up to this additional step uh, because I'm a foreigner. Who arrived here? I wish to know more about your local legends, and I was hoping to either find a person to talk to or a library. Ah, she says. Well, she says the uh, the scrolls uh, of uh, of our faith are only for those of the monks. So you would have to uh, gain the services of a monk to help you. He says, "Is is that something that you would like?" Yes, it is. Ah, and and um, what uh, uh, and, and what offering do you make to the goddess? Um, I have offered I've offered a silver so far in two steps. So I'll go up to the third step and I'll put a silver there as well. Oh, she she says she says if says that's not necessary. If all if you do not wish a, a boon directly from the goddess, you merely wish to uh, employ uh, one of the monks for their expertise. Yeah. He says you need not take any further steps. All right. He says, however, uh, you do need to uh, to reimburse. You know, you need to make an offering to the temple, not to the goddess. For the for you know. Well, actually, it's still going to be an offering to the goddess because you're diverting the monk to away from its duties, mm-hmm. his or her duties to to, to your 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 uh, personal and private needs. So you're offering an additional silver piece. Is yes. that what you're saying? Very well. He says, "I'm sure that uh, we can find a monk of of uh, appropriate um, skill and uh, and knowledge for your offering." And she stops and looks at you. And after a, after a meaningful period of time is gone, she says, he says, please uh, come this way. I follow. What? I follow. Okay, so you... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, yeah, you, you left that. Okay. Oh, thank you. Oh, um, and she... Uh, How many use notice to see if she was expecting me to give more money? It's a little late for that. That's what that whole meaningful pause was. Uh, she wanted to see whether you were going to up your your offering after she told which actually used certain words like appropriate level of skill yeah. of expertise, and you didn't. So all right, so you head off, uh, and she goes past the elephants and hangs a left and takes you down to a small door uh, in the uh, side of the temple, uh, and you go through there. You go into a um, uh, a small, relatively small room. There's a number of corridors here, and monks are moving around, and people are cleaning the floors and doing various things. Um, and uh, it move into a small room, and uh, with a uh, uh, a bowl of water, 
uh, a bowl with water, and, which apparently has a flower floating in it, um, and a, uh, uh, a, a, a couple of mugs, and she asks you to wait. And she, goes and, and they, she goes and lights two, um, uh, two small, lamp, well, small lamps on the table, which illuminate the room considerably more. You see surrounding a lot of uh, more uh, bias reliefs inside of here. Um, they're not quite as gear, gearishly or um, uh, uh, well painted as the ones in some of the other ones. These will look a little bit more worse for wear, a little less um, uh, pointed and maintained. Not, not that they look bad. I'm just saying is that these look like these are not for the public view, so therefore they are not as... Uh, I use the word garish, and that's only because of the brightness of the colors. Um, these are these are just you know. You, you know I'll say they, they show the signs of time and weathering, and, and and possibly a little bit of mold here and there. So all right, so you sit at the table, and she leaves, and about ten minutes later, uh, a uh, uh, a monk comes in, uh, goes to the end of the table. Does a blessing, you know. I'm I'm doing a crucifix, you know, which is not a genuflect, which is not what they do. But anyways, <laughs> uh, the uh, uh, it gives a blessing of uh, a, a lakshmi to to you that your lives be, be prosperous, that your loins give forth uh, abundantly, uh, that your uh, uh, your bladder and your spleen. Uh, uh, function properly, and that your words uh, are like honey on the ears of all that you meet. Uh, at which point he stops, puts his hand out. Um, now I'm going to have to notice to see what, like, what he's expecting. Is he expecting well, you, more you, money? There's, there's a third, you offered, a, you, you suggested a third silver piece. Oh, I, I, I thought I... No, you that. gave one oh, and two, and give, give him a third piece. Yes. Okay, so he gives a silver piece, puts, you know, puts it inside of his robe in some pocket that apparently he has in there. Okay. Bows down and he says uh, that uh, uh, my name uh, is uh, uh, Kavari. And my name is Sakura and this is Philip. Um, We're here. Um, We're seeking information about... Yeah, we want to find out about your local legends. Ah, well, there are many. There are many legends, uh, and the best legends, of course, have to do with Lakshmi. But um, uh, but I'm but I am not. He- we are not here for you to listen to what I have. Yes, I, I wish to we, say we're interested in the legend of the giant dog creature on the mountain. Oh, that is a very popular legend. Uh, Says, says, I uh, please uh, wait here. I will go and uh, and find an appropriate scroll. Okay, so he leaves, yeah. and about fifteen minutes later, um, you guys can talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, uh, he comes back. Uh, personally, I'd be listening to my iPod about now because <laughs> you're just sitting in this small dim room with you know. Uh, with a little bit of light coming in through a slit in the wall, I'm, it actually, I'm, I'm it actually not going to take out an iPod at this point. Yeah. It actually, looking at the the holes in the walls, there are different places, and it occurs to you. Um, make a nose check. 
Both of us? Yeah. Okay. Nine. Eric Slitz. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Um, it occurs to you that um, that these are actually eye holes on some of the statues on, on the outside of the wall. Mm-hmm. Some of the lights coming in. And you rolled high enough that you probably know which statues they were, looking at the pattern. Oh. You think you could probably, if you were on the outside, you could say, where we were sitting was right on the opposite side of, of those particular mm-hmm. statues. Just okay. So there, the ambient light that's coming into this room is actually coming from uh, holes in the wall that are going to the outside mm-hmm. through the through the eyeballs um, or mouth openings or various things like that of the uh, of the, <coughs> the statuary. I suppose at night it could be rather interesting where some of the statue's eyes might be glowing mm-hmm. because of the lights that are on the inside. Might add a little extra to the coolness of the. Of the statuary, all these eyes looking out. <laughs> Wait a minute. So the the statues are the light from outside makes the statues in here, or the light no. from in here makes the statues outside. Okay, the statues are on the outside. What do you understand? What bias relief means? Yeah. Okay. So the the statues are on the outside, but there's no light in here, so there would be any light coming through. Except they have drilled a hole from the eye of the statues. The various animals and right, but that would make light come in here. It wouldn't make light come outside and make it look like the statue. It would if someone had a light lit in here. Well, okay, yeah, okay. Outside. okay. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying at night it might look a little cool. It have a couple eyeballs looking at you. So some, some the, 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 I'm just saying it's. I, I I would think that would be kind of you know kind of eerie perhaps okay. to see these eyes. You know. All right. Anyways, uh, I'm sure that everyone who's over the age of you know ten realizes yeah. it's just light coming from inside. But you know, for the kids, you know, it might keep them from coming over and defacing the statuary at night if they were so inclined. Okay, might actually have a deterrent effect. Anyways, uh, so he comes back and he rolls this scroll out and this uh, on the table and it covers the entire table. It is. Humongous. I mean, he staggers in with this thing and plops it down and rolls it out. And it's it's it's, it's literally it's, it's it looks like it's made of like papyrus or something. Okay, but it's like thick and it's, it's got you know ribbings on it. And and he rolls this thing out. And of course, he has to take everything off the table to do that. Um, and he goes over and he lights a couple more lanterns that are um, that are hanging on the corners of the wall. You know, not near the you know, obviously, and you see this beautifully illustrated. Uh, uh, well, it's it's almost like a graphic novel, okay, mm-hmm. with you know writings and stuff, and and you see these pictures of, the, of and it's uh, and, and according to the story, okay, originally uh, there was a soldier who um, uh, who was coming along, and he ran into an old. Uh, an old beggar woman, and the old beggar woman uh, told him that she knew a place where there was lots and lots of gold and silver and such, and that she would, uh, uh, and and because he was a soldier and had served his country well and was a good and noble soul, that she could easily tell, um, she um, uh, she would she would tell him where this was. 
and he could take all he wanted as a reward for his faithful service if uh, if he would bring back to her uh, this uh, this platter that had um, that was in there that had been left um, by her great grandmother uh, who had brought an offering to the uh, great dog of the of the um, of, of mountain uh, and and. Well, she brought an offering on it, but had gotten so fearful at the sight of the great dog of the mountain, she had dropped it and had not returned it, and it was fairly heirloom, and she wanted it back. So the soldier agreed to do this, uh, uh, and and he went and he went uh, went into the mountain and uh, and the uh, through a secret way, which is not which is not described. Uh, there's a number of notations which said. You know, was it you know uh, a secret door? Was it a hidden passage? Some kind of passage that uh, you know there's just some notes that have been written by various scribes and such. You know, um, and uh, and he goes inside the mountain, and inside the mountain uh, is a labyrinth. Okay, and he finds um, uh, and, he, and he lots and he sees lots and lots of gold and silver. Okay, but because he's a uh, a good soul. It's a good soul, and not an evil soul. Uh, he does. Uh, he he looks for the platter first, okay, and it, and finally he comes into a gigantic room, and in, and he, he sees the J, the great dog with his platter-sized eyeballs, and he sees the platter on the ground before it, um, and he goes over and he grabs the platter. And as soon as he does that, the dog leaps up and chases him out. Okay, and he's uh, he's so afraid of the dog okay, that he runs all the way out of the uh, of, of the of the castle. I mean, I'm sorry, of of the the cave. Okay, and runs back and tells the uh, and finds the old woman and um, and and tells. And tells her that, well, he wasn't able to take any treasure because when Susie picked up the platter, the dog tried to, to attack him, and he uh, and he was chased out. But he wanted he wanted her to have her platter back because that was you know that was why he went in there, and it was it would be pointless for him to have done all this and not give her platter back, even though the platter itself was probably worth maybe a silver or two. It was a big platter. It was not made out of silver. It was made out of copper or bronze itself. It wasn't very attractive at all. And and the woman's and the woman's said, he says, you are truly a great and noble uh, a noble soul. He says, and I uh, uh, and and I, I and I will tell you the truth. He says, I I I, I am an, an, I am an ensorcelled princess, and I have been waiting for someone and. And I was, I've been forced to take the form of this old woman until someone could return to me, someone with a pure heart could return to me this platter. And so she takes the platter in her hands, and she turns into a beautiful young woman, and she gives them, and she gives them a big kiss, and they go off and get married. Okay. And that's the end of the. And that's the end of the scroll. That's the end of the entire scroll. Yeah. Yes, and, and, and there's there's and the, and the lower you see lots and lots of, of little kids running around and, and stuff like that. Okay. And he, and he says, "What a wonderful story yeah. that is." Yeah. Um, 
Is so the uh, giant dog was just always there? Um. Well, he's. I'm sure that he's uh, from the uh, spiritual realm. He's he's the, uh, either a god himself or a, a servant of one of the gods. And he looks at you and he says, "Would you like to know more?" Yes, I would. I gave him another silver. <laughs> All right. So he uh, he goes up. And he says he, he he rolls that one up, and he picks it up and he staggers out of the room. And about a half hour later, he comes back with even a, 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 this this gigantic uh, silver terrine. I mean, it's the size of a bathtub. What's a terrine? A terrine is is a is is, is something that you normally would put soup in. It has a lid on the top of it. Mm-hmm. You pour hot soup in. It keeps it hot. And you disperse it out mm-hmm. to, to multiple bowls and stuff. So this is gigantic silver terrain. I mean, mm-hmm. it's probably worth itself of maybe uh, well, I don't know, you know, a couple hundred gold at least. Okay, without even considering the the beautiful artwork on it and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So you're bringing it back on a on a on a small small low wagon. Okay, mm-hmm. he rolls it. He rolls it in. You know, pulls it in. Uh, he's sweating and. And then it looks like a little disheveled like that, and he brings it in there. <sighs> well, he says, "I'm. Uh, I please, please uh, forgive me, but I. Uh, I uh, but if you wish to see it up on the table, I will need your assistance." Okay, I'll help him. Okay, so together the three of you lift this this couple hundred pound terrine up and put it onto the table so that you can get. Does this contain more scrolls? No, no, it's 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 it's, uh, it's it's the story is on the outside of the terrain. Oh. Okay. So, anyways, he uh, 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 so he he goes and puts it, so, you know, uh, moves the, the lantern so that they illuminate on all sides, and and you can see that you know that this this terrain is 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 tarnished. Okay, uh, it hasn't been. Uh, you know, it's it's silver, and there and the dampness of the air has has tarnished it. Almost to the point where it's 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 brown and almost blackish in places. Okay, and he and he apologizes for that. He says, but not too many people are you know uh, really want to know you know more about the great dog of, of the mountain other than the than the, the beautiful scroll I just showed you. Mm-hmm. And so he and he he uh, he says now I can uh, he says the he says the easiest way for me to. Um, uh, there's two, there's two things we can do. One is is that I can take the time to shine this up, so you can read it off of the uh, uh, off off of the side of the terrain, okay? And, you know, or he says we could instead take paper and do rubbings of it. Mm. Um, I suggest this, the latter because as travelers you might want to take it with you. Okay. Okay. However, you would there is the cost of the paper. What's the cost of the paper? He says that would be, um, and uh, that would be like a, a tenth of a silver. All right. Let's just go ahead and offer him another silver, especially for all his effort of bringing such a heavy object here to show us. Yeah, we were, we already gave him a silver for that. I, um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell him. Um, sure, I, I, I'm willing to pay for the paper. Very well. 
He says, and he goes off, and he and he, and he comes back. And, uh, so you're gonna, I, I, I'll, I'll give I, you I'll give me change for a silver. Okay, so he says, let me ask you. He says, what kind of paper would you like? Would you like fine vellum? Would you like rice paper? Would you like? Uh, he says, I, I can't recommend papyrus. It's too thick. You won't be able to get it through. Rice paper and vellum are the only two that would be suitable. Rice paper is thinner, right? Rice paper is thinner, but it is um, it is susceptible to water damage. Okay, I will. I will. I believe rice paper would still be acceptable. Very well. He says, uh, and he he says, then uh, I will I will give you. Um, he um, says, uh, "I will return with your change." Okay. All right. So, and he goes off. And of course, when we act, when we leave, we can just photograph it, the paper. So, that's always a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so he goes and uh, uh, leaves and comes back in about uh, five minutes uh, with um, all with, with this this large box, yeah. uh, wooden box. Yeah. It's it's actually. Um, it's actually woven, woven box. It's not, it's not solid wood. Yeah. And he takes the lid off of inside. It's filled with sheets of rice paper, clearly handmade. You know, the yeah. edges aren't cut. They're just yeah. whatever. Okay. And he proceeds to, uh, and he also has a, a bag full of charcoal, charcoal sticks. Yeah. And he proceed, and, and some of them are, are, are um, you know, very, um, are thick, and some of them are, are thin. So, he proceeds to uh, take the uh, and he lights a pool and gets some wax going. And he takes the wax and he uh, uh, dribbles it along the edge of the paper and he sticks the paper all the way around the terrain. Okay, um, so it hangs down the side and then he proceeds to uh, fairly expertly um, rub on this and, he, and you start seeing the the, the shapes appear and. Um, you know, and, and you you realize, of course, that uh, you know, it's when you that it's uh, in some cases it's it's going you're going to be seeing uh, kind of the negative of, of the images because yeah. things that stick out, of course, are going to be darkest, and the things that are in are going to be lightest, and that's not necessarily how it would look if you looked at it, but that's how yeah. it comes across into the paper. So the paper is a little confusing to look at, but it's certainly there. And there is some writing on it, um, and so he finishes doing this. And, and uh, after a while, when we look at the rubbing and we look at the actual what's on there, we can kind of get an idea of how the translation works. Or the, um, yeah, I'm just saying though is, is that the the the, the actual uh, terrain itself is almost black, mm-hmm. especially in the, in the in the relatively lack of yeah. brightness of the room. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean this. This, this would normally be done under fairly bright lights, mm-hmm. and, and you just simply have oil lamps in this room lighting this up. So, so he does this. He does this, it, and this is going to take him probably at least an hour to do, because mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's, he's doing a good job of it. He's, you know, he's, he's clearly earning his, trying to earn his money, you know. And, and, um, and oh, when he does give me change for the silver, how much change is he? Is it? Uh, he gives you uh, 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 basically silver bits that uh, he tells you is the equivalent of, of uh, three quarters of the of a silver piece. So they don't actually have like copper coins then. No, they actually just just use bits. Okay. They use smaller silver coins, or they some you know. 
Okay. And, and they all have the imperial mark on them. Okay. So May I basically, it's like a dime compared to yeah. uh, a half dollar. May I suggest we give him a third or a quarter of that back as a tip? We're, we're already giving him an amount that we're guessing at anyway. It's not like he has a specific charge where he can say you're in 15%. I think whatever we give him is, is what we give him for okay. the service. Just a suggestion. Well, you can just, but you can definitely see. You can certainly just increase the price you're going to give him, but it's not like it's going to go into a separate pile as tip and charge for service. All right. I mean, if you think we should we should increase the amount we give him, sure, you could do that. Okay, so, um, oh, um, okay, uh, so he finally finishes and takes them all off, peels them all off, yeah. and lays them and, and lays them down. Um, now, of course, the, uh, um, the, you know, he's there, there is going to be a slight separation between each of them. He's, he's actually gone and had to trim it, trim it away to try to make, Mm -hmm. you know, with a, with a, with a sharp knife to try to make them line up as close as possible. But there are some very minor breaks between each of them, but they do essentially have the entire thing all spread out on one. And, uh, one second here. Okay, um, and uh, and so he says. Okay, according to this legend, um, the great dog of the mountain is a uh, servant of, of Pavari. I'm sorry, Durga, Durga, uh, uh, which some people believe is a fiercer aspect of uh, Pavarti, which is the divine mother. Uh, this is the uh, protective. Um, so, he, so he's not mind. actually a monster. Then he's a a being. He's a be benefit. Well, he's benefit. a monster, yes, but he's not a, 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 a he's not like a, a malformed child or or something. He's he's a a, a being of the spiritual realm. I mean, a being that could be reasoned with. Hmm. Not necessarily. After all, he is he is from the fierce form. Of uh, you know, uh, which is Durga, mm-hmm. and Durga is uh, uh, has, has in, in many other legends uh, is a uh, uh, f- is a fierce, uh, merciless killer, uh, but also uh, loyal and uh, and obedient. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's it for those who who trans who who. who Engage in a transgression, you know the uh, uh, the anger uh, of, of of Durga is fierce and 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 righteous. Okay, and this being the great dog of the mountain, if it is in fact you know uh, the uh, uh, a servant of Durga, um, and I have no reason to think otherwise. I'm just saying is that there are many legends. Not all legends agree, but. Um, as a, as a servant of Durga, uh, would be uh, pretty much unbeatable in battle. Uh, would be, but would also be loyal and could even be protective. 
I mean, this is this is like the giant. It's like a giant dog that you would put with your children to make sure that the children would not be hurt. Um, and so, anyone who could control, of course, such a, a great being would be uh, uh, would be a, so uh, a, he, a, a, a a good would end up being a great. Ruler. So, is he a wild creature who? Has to be controlled, or else he'll devastate the land. Or is he? No, no. He 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 would definitely only go forth with uh, with uh, with a p- specific purpose. Now, of course, the specific purpose might be to protect that which he has been set. As in the other legend, he was set to guard over the um, uh, the contents of the cave. Yeah. And so he is. You know, his his purpose would be to. Uh, to, to do that, and, and and until something was removed from the cave, the dog did nothing. So, okay. Uh, um, so, uh, tell me the rest of this legend. Well, he's uh, and well, it's not really a legend. This okay. this is, is basically uh, talking about you know the god uh, and um, the, uh, the this particular uh, this particular animal. Was, was there somebody who put the control on him first? Was he? Causing harm to people unless he's controlled. I think it's 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 a. Uh, I think that the platter, if it is in fact a platter, it could be something else. It could be a basket. It could be um, a vessel, of some kind that it is. You know, because it's coming from the the divine mother. Um, she is. Uh, it would it would most likely be some kind of a household uh, and and serving you know implement. That would be that that would embody the nature of a woman, okay, and therefore it it being used, uh, whether uh, such as let's say a comb. No, no, I would think it would be something more along the lines of cookware, serving, mm-hmm. just like okay. you said, you know, the the the, the platter. It could, but it could also be, uh, uh, as I said, a bowl. It could be um, uh, a terrain, like okay. we see in front of us. Okay, it could be a number of things, but. But the point is, is that I, you know, it's it's you know, the gods give gifts to mankind, and um, and 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 the, which which are based upon their aspects. My, my my question though was, is it that this creature needed to be controlled because he would destroy things if he wasn't controlled, or is just he's controlled because that's the way things happen? I think that he is controlled because uh, he was he was created for the purpose of. Of, of of performing, you know, uh, expressing the wrath of uh, the protective wrath of uh, of Durga, and, and say there, I have met, there are many more stories about Durga and Durga, you know, coming down and destroying entire armies, and um, and this is one of his and, and, and using creatures along with it. Uh, to do so, you know, divine creatures, and if this is one of his creatures, which I have a reason to believe he is. Then, this this would make sense that it would behave like this. So, what do you what is what do you mean by protective wrath? You mean like if a town is in danger, he would kill people to protect it? Or? If they were under his protection, yes. Mm. If, for example, someone was to attack a temple of Durga, mm. if 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 Durga was to say that these people are my people, and somebody was to um, uh, attack those people, then of course the the wrath of, of Durga might be released. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, assuming, of course, that the people themselves had been faithful to Durga, if they had instead were just enjoying the benefits of Durga's uh, protection and not giving him his rightful um, uh, uh, honor, uh, then it would... Okay, so what else does he tell me about this dog? Okay, hold on a second. All right, so, again, since, you know, as they say, some legends place Durga as being a fiercer aspect of uh, uh, Parvati. Other people don't. I happen to think that that's the accurate representation, and therefore that protective aspect is related to her aspect of being the, the, the mother, the great mother of us all. So that that protective is therefore a motherly protection. You know, the, the, the way a mother will protect her children, the way the mother will stand up for the honor of her family, the way the mother will uh, keep, you know, will, will, will chase after a robber and, 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 beat, uh, and, and beat them to death, you know, for, for taking the food away from their family. That's the aspect of anger I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the the uh, militaristic uh, desire to just enlarge one's lands because one wants to be more powerful. Mm-hmm. Okay, that would be uh, more toward um, Shiva, the destroyer, okay. the transformer. So the, so the, um, the great dog was probably created by the gods um, for some for some purpose and has always been under control of somebody or another because of that purpose. Right, it was probably under control of Durga because Durga probably created it. So the platter then would be something that is using the platter would be working with Durga, would that be would the platter work against Durga's wishes because it always controls the dog no matter what? Well, I think that if if <laughs> I think if Durga was ever to uh, directly um, order the dog to do something, it wouldn't matter if you had a platter or not. I would say that the platter would be something that would be given to an earthly uh, servant of Durga to allow them to use Durga. Uh, use, uh, uh, so, so then, it is not actually a control device. It's like uh, a badge, and it just shows that you're the person approved by Durga. Well, I think that it, only the person who has it, according to legend, yeah. only the person who has it would be able to control the dog. Mm-hmm. The only human agency that could. Okay. I mean, if you were divine, it, it's, I would not, you know, I'm sure that you might be able to defeat the dog and, and force it to do your will, but I don't think that a human would be able to do so. Mm-hmm. Now, so, I could be wrong. Um, there, are, there are also legends of great heroes who might be able to. Uh, but, no, they, but, they, but they haven't. They, uh, it's just, you think, because they're great heroes, they probably could. It's possible. But again, great heroes are almost always doing some work of the gods and therefore have the gods' uh, blessing. So it's it's complicated. So is there any truth to these legends? Or? Of course there's truth. He says, I'm sure that all these stories are true. So if you like walk up the mountain, you could see this this giant dog. It's in a cave using a hidden passage, so I don't think you'd see the dog sitting up on the on the side of the mountain sunning itself. No, 
But is, is there a cave inside the mountain yeah. where this dog is? Yeah, that, I have no reason to question. think that isn't true. Mm. The question is, how do you find the cave? How do you find the secret passage? That's that's the the real question, well, isn't it? Would there be? Wouldn't your legend say such a thing? Mm. Like, may perhaps you have a legend of like a hero who knocked on some rock or. He looks at you and he says, there might be a legend that says says more. Would you like to hear it? Yes, I, I, I say I'm... I, I look at my coin purse. <laughs> um, I, I give him another silver. He says, I'm sorry, but uh, for, for, for such a, a uh, valuable uh, le- legend, uh, I'm afraid that uh, uh, Lakshmi requires a gold. Um, okay, uh, how about five silver? He looks at you and he says, thank you very much for, for coming to our, our temple. We, we have been blessed by you and we hope that you have been blessed by us uh, and the knowledge that we brought I, you. I, 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 I fervently wish for more blessings and I'll reach, I'll actually give him the gold. <laughs> Ah, you're so easy. Yeah. Well, you also you you also are are, are basically lowballing way too much. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't know the he, amounts here. Yes, you do. The guy you went and talked to the guy who was the uh, the coin exchanger, and you said it was your gold piece was worth twenty five silver, and he said to you, "Yes, you're right, but, but blah, 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 blah. So you just offered a fifth. Of what he requested, okay, and you don't think that it's, it's like saying he, I want fifty okay, dollars for this, mind, and you said how about ten? Okay, never mind. I gave him the gold. <laughs> okay, I just want you to understand that sometimes okay. you, you say things that could be insulting to other people. Okay, okay. Uh, anyway, so he he's, he goes off, and then another man shows up, and he's wearing one of the white robes, and he comes in, and he sits down, and he looks at you, and he says. He says, "Why do you wish to 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 meet the 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 great dog of the mountain?" Um, um, were we permitted to tell people about our mission from the queen? Were we? Uh, Did she say anything I about telling people I, or not telling people? I don't recall. Well, um, no, I don't recall. Your your job was to go and and um, scout. Remember? Well, but I, I I said that if we could. Um, it, I, I told her that we could do this and prevent the other guy from getting it. I thought she wanted it for yeah. herself. She, as she, well. yeah, she wanted it for herself. I was right. trying to not agree to exactly do that, but pretty much we, we did go on this mission to get it for her. Right. Well, okay. Although, what happens when we actually reach it, you know, is She story. would much rather you get control over the great dog of the mountain if it is possible to do so okay um, and, and 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 so that she can deliver that boon to um, um, to to the vizier I'm not the vizier I'm sorry to uh, Prince uh, Narendra okay because then all the honor would be to her family and her daughter would pretty much be a shoe in to Marion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rather than this other fellow, this Carlos Pradego, who seems to be totally unas- unassociated with the entire thing and represents an entirely different group, not you know, 
not lie to anybody locally except the prince. So uh, she she doesn't like that idea. She likes the uh, okay. the idea. So, that, did she tell us to keep anything secret? She didn't. No, she didn't tell you to keep anything. Or did she secret. give us anything that indicates her on a mission? No, she simply told you to go do it. Okay, I and the prince agreed. I mean, when you t- you asked leave from the prince to go and no, not no. After we went, well, we asked leave from the prince in the other country, and then we came to this country, and then we we told the queen of this country that that we were going to go get it, and that would be because we're we're in conflict with the. Oh, oh, okay. Anyway. So you're, you're talking about um, uh, Queen Lavanya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to get the dog for Queen Lavanya and right. the prince. Okay. Um, I don't think so. I think that she, she didn't give us anything? No. To she, say, yeah, we're on a mission? Not really. Uh, that she, she didn't say, uh, she didn't say that you were her agents. I mean, she just simply said she wanted you to, uh, I mean, think of it. She says, go to the, to the great mountain and find the dog. Okay, it it doesn't. There's nothing about that says, "Hey, spend time talking to you know the head priest of the local temple." Okay, I mean, if you want to try to convince her, you you know, convince this guy that you're in fact working for Queen Lavanya, I think you're just going to have to do it on your own utzpah. Yeah, she didn't give you anything that said you were her agents, and I don't think she would because she's basically holding. your fellow as uh, collateral. You don't do that with loyal retainers. Okay, she doesn't trust you at all. She simply made a deal that if you go and get this for her, she'll give you your guy back. Okay, I'll say we're on a mission to actually meet this dog and find out if there is such a thing. And what would you do with the great dog of the mountain if you were able to control it? Um, We would um, bring it to Queen Lavanya and get back a friend of ours who is being held right now. So it's the queen that wants the great, the yes. great dog, not you. Yes. Okay. Make a make a persuade check, and he's going to make a notice check. Um, seven. Okay. Benny, that. Should we also mention that? She wants it because also the prince of the opposing land wants it as well. Well, John, you need to say whether you're what if you if you mean to say that in a language other than the language that you're that is now your native tongue. You need to say that if you're saying it in English. Okay. All right. So, are you going to say anything more, or are we just going by the straight check? No, I'll 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 follow what he said. I'll say um. Well, also, she wants it because if there is a person who is helping the prince, and whatever his name was, but... Carlos Predego? No, the name of the prince, not the... The prince is, is Prince Lorendra. Okay, there is a man named Carlos who's helping Prince Lorendra also go after it, and we are in a rival... We are rivals to... The organization that Carlos works with, and we would rather get it before he does. Mm-hmm. And certainly, you would not want this falling into the hands of the of the prince or somebody assisting him. Okay. Um, 
All right, so uh, we made the roll. You rolled a seven. I rolled a seven, but um, you know, uh, t- which means that I was able to successfully determine whether or not. Well, it, it's 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 either way. Basically. I am not lying. Yeah. Well, yeah, but the point is, is whether or not he thinks that you're telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, essentially, uh, he's going to accept what you have to say, and he says, "Well, uh, in that case, um, uh, allow." He says, "I will. I. Will, I think. I. I think I know of a scroll that might help you." Well, thank you. All right, and he proceeds to leave the room, and um, and they and they come back. Uh, uh, with uh, another gigantic scroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, they, um, they 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 lead you to another room, a very tall room, and they have this gigantic scroll from one end of the room to the other, mm-hmm. and they bring us in. They slowly un- un- unravel it, okay, and or unroll it basically from the top down, like a like a window blind, and and you see this gigantic scroll. Uh, Probably thirty foot tall, uh, about the, the same height, basically the height of the, of the whole place down to the ground, and and you, and you stand looking up this thing, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's clear that it's it's been maintained beautifully over centuries, probably whatever, and it tells this story about um, the um, uh, uh, essentially, about the uh, establishment of the kingdom of Queen Lavanius, and the story that it talks about is how originally the princess uh, was uh, stolen from um, uh, from the kingdom uh, by uh, by uh, evil bandits who put a curse uh, on her to make her look like an old woman, and that uh, one day a um, uh, uh, a soldier, a valiant soldier, uh, came across her, and uh, in, in the mountains, um, and uh, and the, in the story, he was fearful that she was in fact a witch, ready to curse him, and um, and he uh, and he was very suspicious of, of everything that she had to say, um, and. She, you know, and so when he, uh, uh, when he promised uh, to bring back the, the platter, he in fact was, um, uh, planning on, um, uh, just basically not give, getting her what she wanted, just stealing all the stuff. So he goes into the cave, okay, and, it's, and it turns out that that there was a tree nearby and the tree was hollow and if you went through the hollow tree down deep underground there was a passageway which led to this cave and the uh, uh, and in the cave there was you know three there were there were um, uh, three rooms uh, which um, had uh, enchanted locks on them and in one room had uh uh, and, and, and the story doesn't say how he got through the locks. It just simply says is that he went in there 
and in one room he found all this copper, and he filled his pockets and his backpack full of copper. And then he went into the next room, and he found it full of silver, and he dumped out all the copper, and he... And, um, you said they don't use copper for coins. Is it just as metal? It was just metal, right. Okay. It was just metal pieces. You know, so copper is still valuable. It's, used, it's useful in, in constructing things, okay? And the next one he found silver, you know, and, and it wasn't just silver coins. It was also silver objects, candlesticks. Yeah. Uh, rods and a, a rulership and all kinds of things, you know. Uh, and he stuffed his backpack and stuff all that as well. Okay, and then he went into the third room. Okay, and he uh, uh, and he and he's and this room was filled with gold and had the giant dog in it. Okay, and he proceeded to. Uh, uh, dump out all the silver and, and that he had in his pockets and fill it full of gold coins and things like that. But then he looked over and he saw the platter on the ground. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he um, and the uh, and it was actually a, a, a large. Um, uh, uh, it was a it was a large brass bowl. It was curved. It's more like a flat bowl, um, and. Did they give enough of a description that we might recognize it if we saw it? Yeah, and so and he thought to himself, "Is that you know I filled I filled up my backpack and my um, uh, uh, and my and my pockets and everything. Um, I'll uh, uh, I'll just take some more gold and silver and I mean, more gold from here and pile it on top of the platter, and then I can carry all that out of here." Since you know, to, to, because because the the giant dog looked just like a statue. It didn't look like a real dog. You know, he had big giant eyes and stuff like that. And so he finally got everything he wanted, and he went over and he picked up, you know, the um, uh, the platter and started staggering out of there. Okay, and that's when the dog came alive, and it started chasing him. And of course, because he was, you know, he he was he had. All this gold and his pockets and things like that. He was he wasn't he, he, he was having trouble, you know, staying away from the dog. So the first thing he does is he pours all the gold off of the platter and it goes scattering everywhere. Okay, and then he, he you know he dumps his backpack. Okay, he still holds onto the platter because uh, uh, in the hopes he might be able to grab some stuff later. He dumps the backpack. You know, he dumps his jacket. Okay, he even uh, and. And, uh, and and finally, you know, he, he's he's able to to get to the the passageway. So apparently, this place is pretty big, okay? Because he has this big long, you know, journey, this big long chase from the dog chasing him, and the dog's trying to bite him and stuff. And he's dodging the dog, and and the, and the dog is very large though, so he has the ability. So he's using the cover of various objects, and things are getting scattered. He's getting battered. And he finally, uh, and he finally gets out of the the the, the corridor and stuff, uh, and, and he climbs up out of the tree and climbs back down and goes over to her and uh, and and offers you know her 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 thing back, okay, um, uh, even though he has you know gold in his pockets, okay, um, you know, so he's not actually quite the noble person of the original story, and offers it to her. And, uh, you know, but before he does it, he makes her swear that she will not curse him, you know, because, you know, because he has done as she's asked. And what, and what happens is, is that she, um, uh, uh, she, 
uh, he gives it to her, and um, and when she when he does that, she takes on the aspect of um, of Pavarti, and tells him that that because you have have have, have returned this to me, even though you know, you have gold in your pocket and you could have just left, you know, and, and run away, um, says I know that that you know though even though that you are a man and that you and you are uh, um, subject to the faults of a man he says you still you know you still are noble and uh, and you deserve a blessing so he says, so she says so you should marry this woman and and take her back to her homeland um, and um, and you will and where you will find many blessings and so, and then the, the aspect of Pavarti disappeared, and and the girl, and, and leaving behind a young girl, not the old crone, who then goes, "Oh my goodness, the curse has been broken! Thank you, thank you so much for this." And he, and at which, at which point he declares his his undying love for her, uh, more out of the the promise of a benefit than, than, than actual love for her, um, and uh, proceeds to. Uh, take uh, take her back to the land where she was from. Uh, during this time, she does not announce the, who she really is, and so during the journey with them, she cooks for him and he 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 guards her from wild beasts. And they finally get back to their land, uh, and at which point he then finds out that she's actually the princess, and uh, the um, uh, and and that he's and, and they uh, and. And, and and by the, the various social things, they've already been married. You know, they were they were essentially um, married. You know, by Pavarti. You know, um, and so they no one can claim that he can't marry the queen. You know, mm-hmm. the princess who's now going to be the queen. And um, and and which is not the end of the story because what happens is that then the people get um, uh, uh, they're being attacked by uh, outsiders. Okay, and they are, um, and, and they're being defeated. Uh, and what happens is, is that the uh, at one point the uh, uh, soldiers burst into the palace and come to uh, uh, come come to uh, uh, attack the queen, kill her and her children, and she. Uh, and, and she, she picks up the platter and she bangs it against her forehead and, 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 and asks that um, uh, you know that the Pavarti save her and her children. And when she does this, the giant dog appears and kills all the soldiers in the castle and proceeds to kill all of the surrounding soldiers. When her husband hears about this, she he's he's like who's now, you know, a, a, a general in one of her armies. He says, Where, where's the dog? And he says, well, he disappeared after he did as I, as I asked. And he said, and you took this thing and banged it against your forehead, and, uh, and, it, and it appeared. And she says, yes. And so she he, he takes the thing and he bangs it against his forehead, and nothing happens. And then he bangs it against his forehead again, and the dog appears, at which point he then says, "He says, go forth to the 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 country that um, uh, uh, that 
that has you know that, that has attacked us and destroy destroy their army utterly even in their home and the dog runs off and does that mm-hmm. and he says he says wow he says with this we're unbeatable we can destroy anybody who comes against us and even it says we can even conquer other lands and at which point she uh, and she says but that's but that's not the blessing that Pavarti has offered to us. He says, you shouldn't use it for that purpose. He says, it's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's clear that, that, that Pavarti gave it to us, you know, as, as to protect us. He says, e- even what you did could, could still be considered protection, but to, to use it for imperialism, this, this would be against the goddess's wishes. He says, he says maybe yes, maybe no. And he says, I'm, I'm not going to lose this opportunity. And so he bangs it once, bangs it twice, bangs it a third time. The dog appears. She gives, he gives the command, and the dog says to him, he says, he says, I will do this as you requested, but you will not use me like this again. And reaches forth and bites it out of the, uh, uh, the hands of the, print, uh, of, the, of the general, removing his hands at the wrist where he's holding it. His hands, his mouth, comes down, clamps over top of it, and severs his arms at the wrist, and or in the forearms, and runs off and proceeds to decimate that that kingdom. And that's the last they ever see of the dog. Hmm. Uh, the, uh, the the husband dies, uh, because, you know, as, as, as for his his greed, um, and the um, but the uh, the the queen. Uh, had, uh, uh, decides that that you know that the, that there's still a blessing you know upon uh, uh, her. She finds that there's a, still a blessing on her people because some of the animals that year give birth to strange, monstrous versions, which then grow into dragons. Mm-hmm. And this, and she is therefore this queen is the great, 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 great grandmother of Queen Lavanya. Hmm. So, if anybody deserve, it, it, it has a right to this this platter, to this bowl, it would be Queen Lavanya. But it doesn't mean that she's the only one who could use it. But it, it does, if I believe the story anyway, it does show that people can cannot just misuse it. That's true. It says it has to be used for defense, or it can be used once for offense, with consequences. So, if if, it, if you know, if of course at this point the story has been completely has been accurately rendered throughout all this history. I'm gonna. <clears throat> so if that's so, then actually Prince Narendra wouldn't be able to use it to conquer somebody unless you know he does it and. Gets himself killed for that, which he probably doesn't want to do. Well, Chris Lorendra, you know that this was this was a long time ago. Um, uh, he has he, uh, he doesn't he have a powerful mage, hmm. well, you know, who might be able to uh, uh, heal him of, of a grave injury hmm. like that. Hmm. Possibly well, even well, even, even if even if so, he wouldn't have the platter. Once you know the dog bites it off his hand. Yes, but he would have. But any enemy that, but knowing that he has an such an animal at his beck and call, don't you think that would keep anybody from trying to attack it? Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just something to think about. Um, very well. Well, 
thank you very much for um, uh, allowing us to show this yeah. to you. Uh, the, the goddess is well pleased with you today uh, for your offerings that will that will feed many of the poor of the surrounding areas. Uh, we we hope that uh, uh, says we it it, uh, it it is near time for our um, yes. our our, our, lun- our luncheon just one midday break. One if question. you wish to join yeah. us for that, we would be glad to have your company. Um, sure, but we really just have. One more question, or maybe two questions, depending on how you count it. Um, how would we go about um, going there? Would we have to find this hollow tree or some cave in the mountain, or what? Or is there a map? There, there is. This is all there is. Okay. This is this is this is all that I you know. This is the best information I can give you. Uh, if the, if the hollow tree still remains, uh, you would have to find it. Uh, the cave is clearly hidden that you would not be able it would require either great magic or some other godly inspiration to be able to discover. so about how far up the mountain would the cave be um, it's not said but uh, the, this this man was traveling this soldier was traveling so it might not be that far off of the trade routes mm-hmm. I mean there's no reason for the man to travel all the way to the top of the mountain mm-hmm. While he was uh, relating this story on this giant scroll, uh, Philip's going to go ahead and take out his video camera and proceed to document it, to okay. record the sure. full I, I say in English, I hope yeah. showing them a video camera is not going to get them riled up, because they don't know what it is. Yeah. Now, when you do record this, you do real. You'll, I mean, what you see is that you don't see a narrative. Okay, that's that's. It's you know, like glyphs. It's no, no, uh, you, no. What you see are pictures, yeah. and you see writings, and you see words of wisdom, and it's clear that this this priest has made up a story to go along with all the things that you have seen, and probably draw drawing upon. Um, uh, oral history as mm-hmm. well as the written so it's not like you're reading a book like yeah. a narrative so what he said to you is actually far more detailed than what you can see just looking at that mm-hmm. and uh, unfortunately you'll probably be saying to yourself gee I guess I should have been recording it when he was te- telling it to us rather than just recording it now yeah but that's the way it is mm-hmm I figure I might have started doing this like a third to no, halfway through. No, you just third. said now, John. That's when mm-hmm. it happened. No, no, because... Okay. Wishes, wishes or fishes. <laughs> what was the word you said? If wishes were fishes, we'd all have oh, enough oh, to okay. eat. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Okay, that's an old adage. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, that's the story. Okay. Well. And, that's, and apparently this is the story of essentially the origin of the whole... Um, not, not the... Original, original origin, but probably from what took a small village. What they what they called a queen at the time was a princess. Was probably the the princess of a local strongman, the daughter of a local strongman, to what was the beginning of an actual nation. This this woman, you know, grew to be an actual you know with her husband being a soldier and a good soldier at that, and a, and and a, a one who was basically noble. Uh, in heart, like I said, he had the same flaws of a man that he was greedy for for power and and you know, he was a soldier because you know he, he was willing to go that route. 
So he had those flaws. And so when he was offered the opportunity to use um, the, this this supernatural being as, a, as okay, the ultimate now weapon, they, they he said, used it. In this latest story, um, they said the deity involved was Parvati, right? Right. But the deity in the previous version was somebody else. Yeah, it was Durga, which is considered a, a fiercer form of Parvati. Uh, usually, you you don't see it as a dog. You usually see it as a tiger. And uh, uh, Durga, in, in a lot of uh, uh, in, in a lot of representations, it has like ten arms, each holding a weapon. Okay. In other words, he's a very fierce and, and, and powerful. So this dog was clearly not you know didn't didn't go over and just make. Make make the people cower into in, in submission before it. He, he killed them. He, he basically, you know, committed. Uh, well, I don't know what it is when you, you kill an entire people. It's not. It's not. Genocide. It's not genocide. No, because that would be a race. Yeah, yeah, but it's, yeah. It's you know whatever. He, he he more than decimated the local population, and he may not have made a, di- a distinction between uh, uh, men, women, children, and animals. May have just destroyed them all utterly, so there was nothing left except for a, a few people that managed to hide and, and a few animals that didn't run off faster than what it was doing one thing or another. So I'm just saying it's it's, it's a great and powerful and, and and terrifying beast, you know. And one can only wonder why he didn't get killed by when it was chasing him in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wanted him to. So his courage and earn the platter. Maybe he wanted her to, to get the platter. Because mm. <laughs> the guy basically only got out of there with like a few coins, in, a few gold coins in his pocket and the platter. Mm-hmm. By the time he finally got to the exit, he didn't have any of the stuff that he'd come in with. Okay, well, the, the monks have offered for us to come eat lunch with them, so right. you're welcome. And they do, and it's uh, the 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 monk. I mean, they're they're a, a very social bunch. They uh, are very proud of their work. Uh, it's clear that you know that, that some of them, you know, are have gouges and things from from the from working on the statuary. Probably some of them actually make statuary. Um, some of them are splattered with paint. Um, you know, they're they're all a bunch of hardworking. People, they're all well muscled and, and, and healthy looking. They all the food that they're eating is good quality, though it's simple. Clearly, the the food a, a, a lot of the money that comes in is is used to support the temple. But at the same time, it's also you know uh, they they're not eating lavishly. You know, you don't see them drinking out of gold goblets or anything like that. Just, uh, but there there's plenty of wine; it flows freely. Uh, there's uh, playing bread and, and and everything else. You don't see a whole lot of meat. Uh, actually, you, 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 that's not true. You actually do see uh, a fair. Well, you don't see a lot of meat, but the meat you do see, you realize is is probably part of the offerings that were made that morning. There's you know there's, there's dried fish and, and smoked uh, chickens and, and things like that. So they're so apparently that they, they eat the food that's brought in. By the people making sacrifices, and um, but they, uh, you know, and they allow guests to eat that too. Why wouldn't they? 
You're a guest. Would it be like holy or something? And no. You can't give it to guests? No. It's no. for the purpose of supporting the temple. Okay. They don't seem to make a big deal about it. All right. I think that I think it's more important that the act of giving is more important than the uh, and also this this is a goddess of prosperity. Okay, she's a, she's a goddess of generosity. She believes in being generous, and she believes in uh, in people being generous who are worshippers. So you know they they're uh, uh, later on the day um, uh, you would probably see them out uh, handing out. Uh, uh, pieces of silver to uh, the poor, or maybe you know delivering uh, food to the sick. Okay. Um, okay. After we're finished with this, um, it's it's a it's a nice example of redistribution of wealth. Mm. Okay. Once we're finished eating and we say our goodbyes to them, um, you know they said that. The entrance or the cave might not be too high because somebody had to have been able to go there. Right. Now, the entrance that I found with the robot, is that something that's close enough to the bottom that somebody could have gone there without... Well, first of all, it wasn't an entrance. You found a plateau. A plateau, okay. Okay. You said, that was there a a cave entrance there? And I said, there's no way of telling that. Uh, based upon your your radar, it's not like you know deep earth penetrating radar. It's you know it's it was radar. He was able to give you you know the shape of the mountain and stuff like that. You could okay. see that there Phillip? was a, a flat part there that. Uh, and if you land, of course, if you land the, the robot there, I mean you are going to have to land in between some trees. Yeah. So, you know, it's, so Philip, I suggest we go there with the robot and look around. If there is an entrance, we might not have to worry about getting somebody to help us climb. And if there's yeah. not, we can always come back. But I also suggest we take the precaution, perhaps, of buying a set of uh, climbing gear for both of us. Um, I don't crampon. No, crampons is for ice, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, a, a set of you know modest to medium rope and pitons are what you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let, let's do that. So we can ask, and, and also the other thing is, ask around for anybody that's had experience climbing the mountain, or just. Uh, I think first we want to find if that gets us inside first, because we might not really need to climb the mountain per se. If if there's a cave entrance there, I'm just trying to enhance our preparedness. Yeah, now we we should, as as you said, get the ropes and such. Mm-hmm. Let's do and that. Someone by. that's already climbed around the mountain might know of certain things that might be definitely beneficial for us to be aware of. Okay, um, when we buy the climbing gear, I'll ask around and I'll ask the person in the store who's selling it to us. Okay, before you do that, before you do that, okay, you need to establish first whether such gear exists. Okay, does okay. it? Mm-hmm. No. Going to Weavers, you will find rope. Okay, mm-hmm. and they have rope for various usages. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it good for use in water, some of them good for, you know, being out in the hot sun. Various thicknesses, okay. Um, you can find a rope that is, you know, heavy, but yet. Supportive of, of your weight is rope um, something that we would have brought with us. I have a grapple gun. <clears throat> okay, and the grapple gun 
inspires um, a thin line that mm-hmm. it has a, um, a a motorized winch on the bottom that allows you to pull yourself up with. 200 feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'll, it'll lift like 150 pounds of individual. Also, we should have like more advanced ropes than they have here. Right, but I'm saying you only have like 200 pounds, 200 feet of it, unless you brought extra. Well, that's why I was saying we need to buy some to enhance. Right, well, I'm saying you can buy more rope, but it's not going to be anywhere near as nice as this. It's right. all going to be yeah. out of animal fibers. Yeah. And, uh, not animal fibers, um, out of vegetable fibers, mm-hmm. and it's going to be heavier and thicker. And um, and not as uh, I don't know two hundred might be enough. Okay, I mean, we could uh, always buy more rope, and no matter how much we have, and, but there's and a, a you limit. can go to a blacksmith, okay, and you can buy nails, okay, and you can if you want to buy a nail this this actually a piton, then you're going to have to get those made for you because nobody necessarily um, um, makes a, a nail with a circle on the end of it. Right. I mean. You could. Yeah. You could theoretically pound it into your wall and 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 and, and hang something from it. Mm-hmm. Which I'm, I'm just saying is it's uh, it just isn't a normal thing. We, we just might have to go then with just the grapple gun and right. such, um, or you, and of course, you know, teleporting up to some ledge with right. the end of a rope. Yeah, and, and finding a, um, a, a, a a small sledgehammer, uh, which would be the you know, what you'd be using as the piton hammer. Uh, it's pretty easy to find. That would be the the blacksmith would also have. We either have that, we would be able to make that in short order. Um, you know, it's uh, you, could, you could ask, you know, you could try to buy one of his spare, small spare hammers, yeah. and uh, he would sell it to you. Could sell it to you. But um, as far as anybody climbing the mountain, uh, that you know, as far as actually climbing the mountain, mountain parts, uh, you. I would say that uh, you would even know where to begin. Okay, but according to the story, though, the guy like went into the entrance. He didn't yeah. have to use mountain climbing gear in order to get in. Yeah, he had to climb up a uh, uh, a, a hollow tree, so he had to be able to climb up a tree, which isn't that hard to do. I mean, okay, so let's just forget it then. Just get the regular rope, but let's hope the grapple gun will be enough. And as I said, you can always teleport up somewhere. And get the end of a row. Should we see? Perhaps we can get some enhanced foot gear for this sort of work. I don't think they have. It. Yeah. And another thing I was thinking of, maybe with Philip's skill, there might be a possibility he could work to uh, enhance the uh, capabilities of your radar to perhaps penetrate more into the. Although that probably requires specialized. Um, yeah, he might be able to do it. But I thought I'd give that, maybe I could give that a, a shot. What skill would that be? I'm sorry? What skill would that be? Enhancing the radar on the robot to like find caves and such. Uh, well, that would certainly be... Um, uh, I've got jack of all trades. It would be, it would be craft uh, electronic. Because uh, we introduced in the Fringeworthy edition the craft skill. No, and so, do you have any craft? Mm. No, I just. Yeah, okay. Now, if you had like you know some kind of a Giver ability, you might be able to cobble together something that might work once. I don't know if you do. No. So you have it. 
Well, I know I was able to, um, um, you know, the, those hover bikes in that previous adventure and how I, I modified uh, I modified that. I was thinking I could maybe modify your, uh, your radar to some extent. Yeah, let's see. Okay, we'll we'll just skip that thing. We need to just go up and take a look around that ledge then. Okay. So you're gonna go over and get in your robot fire it up and actually um, I'll use this card um, I'm gonna see if I can read the manual very carefully and figure out some way to modify this robot okay um, I don't know if this using the card actually requires that you find an excuse to use the other skill for just me to use the number. It means you're using the score. You don't actually have to find an excuse to use this. Okay. No. Okay. Now, what does... You're using the card that says Sudden Revelation, which says, play this card when attempting to... a skill you do not possess. You may substitute any other skill you possess for the actual skill when making a roll to see if you succeed. So it's a very meta game okay. thing. So, um, so that's a ten. Okay. All right. So you were able to convert. Oh man, that was Your uh, radar from uh, the scanning radar that it is. Okay, to ground penetrating radar. Okay. okay, which means that you no longer have the scanning ability that you had before. Mm. I can't like make a switch. No, okay. it's not, they're not. They're entirely different. One has a very high emitter. The other one, you know, I mean, just okay. You're, you're basically repurposing the, the the equipment, so you're basically removing one ability to give you another. All right. Now he can take. He could take time later on to convert it back. I know I couldn't because I used the card to get the skill. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, right. Yeah, no, okay. but he could also request that it be installed in this. Yeah, your thing. Later. After we get back, if you had it, if you had additional equipment to be able to to add more stuff, then that would make sense. But since you don't have that additional, I, I assume when I actually go back, I can say, "Hey, it turns out both of these are useful. Can you put a switch in there?" Well, it'd be more like, "Can we have both?" Yeah, but I, I, would, I would assume that at least some parts would be used for both of them, so it wouldn't actually take as much space as two. Not, not really. I mean, they're really totally different the way they're designed. One is one scans a wide area. And, uh, and, and it's not trying to go deep. It's trying to just understand the differences in, in, in layers. Okay, well, and, the other, and the other one is really trying to go deep inside and see okay, what's hitting how, on the how ground. How close do I have to be to do this? Because I know they do it from playing, so I can't have to be too close. Mm-hmm. Well, this one already happened to Philip. Yeah, it'll, uh, uh, you don't have to be like right next to it. No. Okay, so I'm, what do I see? Okay, so you're going to fly up there and do this? Yes. Okay. You fly up there and do this, and you notice that there are uh, 
And also, do we see any hollow trees? You won't pick up hollow trees using that. Even, like, hollow trees with tunnels under them? No. I mean, I could see there's a tunnel under the tree. Round-penetrating radar is going to go right through a tree. Okay. Well, as if it wasn't there. Okay, so... You do notice that there are lots of, of, of passage. There's lots of tunnels under the ground in the mountains. Uh, it, does, it seems to be riddled with caves and tunnels and all kinds of things. Um, uh, the, um, so is there something, that you, some way you'd like to refine your... Uh, your search pattern? Well, I could take a make, assuming they're not like two, three dimensional, I could make out a printout of make a printout of them and I could go and say like this probably goes off in this direction and maybe like look for something that goes into a larger cave or something. Or look for something that's, that's separate from the rest of the tunnels. Yes, you don't see any huge caves, you know, being displayed on your, your readout. Either, if, this, if this thing exists, it's deep on the mountain. Either on a printout, or actually, I'm probably better off photographing it um, on my photographing what? For photographing my radar readout. So I it's, so once I have a diagram of all the tunnels, I can photograph it. I can refer back to that diagram of the tunnels when they're actually inside them. Okay. So none of you guys have any knowledge, tactics, or anything else, or you know anything that might be helpful. I mean, remember you were told that there were a lot of you know there were a lot of soldier well not soldiers but bandits and such up in the mountains. Yeah. It should be pretty obvious to you that a lot of these tunnels are actually. You know, tunnels that go to caves that are being used by bandit groups here and there to uh, to prey upon travelers. Okay, when on, the, I, on, the, on the roads. Okay, when I turn, can I turn the radar up towards that ledge and see if there is like a cave in that ledge? There is no cave in that ledge. There is a passageway there. Hmm. Oh, there was no way. There was nothing we could do. Uh, uh, and when I say cave, I mean there's no large, yeah, you, <laughs> you know, ch- chambered place. Okay, you just see what looks to be like a thin line where there's sure. some kind of a of a, a, a fit, you know a, an underground passage. A fissure in a rock could be could be uh, dug out. Could I inspect um, stores that the bandits might have? Like, right. for instance, if they have like a large, I don't know, cache of metal or armors or something. Awesome. I might be able to determine that there's a, a concentration of metal there. Well, not metal, but you definitely—I mean, you definitely can see that there are that, that there are caves and they have stuff in them. I mean, you're able to pick that up from flying over and getting those kind of readings. Okay, so um, but I'm saying, uh, I, I, you know, I'm saying a lot of these passageways go over to some to these caves. Okay, so there aren't any passages that are different that stand out and like go in a different direction. Or there's, I'm saying there there are other, you know, there are other underground passages, you know, here and there in various places. So the question is, you know, uh, some of them some of them go directly to um, uh, uh, caves, some of them don't. 
you know, I'm not quite sure. I mean, you're, you're looking, you're kind of hoping that there would be a single underground passage and that would be like, oh, there we are. But that's not the case. Okay, the case is it's a lot more complicated than that. On the plus side, you're getting a very nice map of, of where all these bandit camps are. This might be of value to somebody if you wanted to pass that information along. You're also only looking at one part of the mountain. It's a big mountain. Okay, can I, I fly on to the side? I'm still stay, staying on the queen side of the border, but on the side? Towards the side? That's what you're doing. Okay. But I don't see any anything more than the same kind of tunnels. Right. Okay, um... All right, you, you said when the guy uh, entered... Entered it. He didn't. He entered in a place where you could enter, not like all the way at the top. And he didn't like climb the whole mountain to get there. Yeah, he climbed up. In, he climbed up a tree, went down through the tree to an underground passage. Followed the underground passage until he finally got to a big cave. Yeah, we see no such big cave on our. We see no such big cave. There's no way. There's no way that you're. Ground penetrating radar would penetrate more than fifty feet underground. I mean, it could be like if it was a, a thousand feet underground, you would never see it. You just, okay, just now going towards the top of the mountain, we don't find any passages on the top of the mountain either. Are you really going to fly up to the top? This up there with all that electricity and, 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 and mm-hmm. electrical storm is going. Are you really going to do that? No. Not to mention flying around to give you attract the attention of a lot He's of people. You guys are flying around in a giant robot. That's what I'm saying. Okay, That's you're, what you're I'm definitely, saying. Everyone's, definitely, everyone's seeing this. This is like... Okay, now the ledge, the ledge you said, there is a passage on the ledge? There is a passage on okay, the ledge. Okay, well, we got to start somewhere, so mm-hmm. let's land on the, on the ledge after, you know... Hoping we find a place that will support the robot. We all know 13 is Okay. Insane. So make a piloting check. Um, five. Five. Okay. Well, you managed to land it. Okay. Uh, but you're kind of. You, uh, You've done a lot, uh, you've taken some damage, and you've also uh, kind of set the forest on fire around you. Great. Let me stop this. Oh, no. Can we use think the I'll steam from the robot to blow some of the flames out, or is, would that just um, fan it more? No, you could try to do that. It would, okay. it would, it would basically yeah, yeah. empty your tanks. Hmm. How far away from are we from water? Well, there, there are probably some streams coming down out of, the, out of the mountain. You don't see any like lakes up here. Okay. You'd have to go find some. Can I try it with like maybe like two thirds of the water instead of all the water, so we have enough to get to a lake? Well. um... You know, uh, if you want to take a minus on your roll, I'll do that. Okay. What is it? It's an, it'd be another piloting check. They don't actually have a lot in piloting, is the problem. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. Um, oh, I freaking know these Yeah. <laughs> yeah, driving, but. I used to use a lot of them, 
Although I probably should have raised this by now. Let me raise it. Seriously, I mean, I am going to. Why wow, you have some extra points? You have yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't spent points in a while. It's it's, yeah. it's less of a, a while than on my um, hinterland character, but still, it should be able to do this. That's just going to raise it to a D six, though. Are you trying to just do three quarters of your tank? Yeah. Because that's nice too. Okay, that that fails. I don't suppose you have common bond? No. Then that fails. Okay, so you set fire to the side to the side of the mountain. <sighs> where this ledge where this, this this place is. I suggest you, do you fly, have a card? I suggest you fly away. <laughs> you have a card you can use to put out the fire? I don't think so. I'll look through them again. This would work, but I've, I've never heard of a MOOC. Yeah. Is that some specific? That's a minor. John, that's, that's a faceless minion. Oh, okay. <laughs> I suppose you might have had a look at your cards. Oh, no. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He's a restaurant. Yeah, these won't help. But let's try that. All right, so your your idea is to go ahead and take out the big giant sword from your robot and try to chop down trees so that you you make make a fire break. You make a fire break. You're going to be adding more fire to the fire, but um, at least they won't be like jumping from tree to tree and stuff. So go ahead and make a fighting check. To successfully chop down the trees in a successful fashion. Okay, that's better. Nine. Okay. All right. So, by running around and doing this, you're going to be able to restrict the um, uh, the the fire to just the plateau. Okay. So, are you going to try to just hang out there in the forest? While this all this burning goes on, or are you gonna uh, fly back to town? Uh, can we put the robot in a place where the fire will not get to it? Well, you can move if you're on the other side of your fire break. Then there's no reason why you wouldn't be able to. The fire shouldn't get to you. No. Okay. Now, what about the cave? Is it in such a position that the smoke would go in the cave? First of all, there is no the cave. passage. The passage. The passage is under the ground uh, uh, of the. Um, uh, uh, oh, so there's not actually an entrance to the passage here. You don't know. You haven't had a chance to explore it. You just set fire to the whole place. No access here. Remember the legend. You're going down through a, the hollow tree deep underground, where you go to a passage. Okay. Okay. This is, this is, yeah, you traveling from wood to stone. Is there an entrance? I don't suppose the fire reveals an entrance, does it? Like you're, maybe there's. You're wait until after it all finishes up. No, I'm going to burn for a while. No, I'm going to use the radar to. Go ahead. To check and see if there are any passages that have entrances. Okay. So so. At okay. that point. Can okay. 
So now you're now you're saying you're going to fly your robot up into the air yeah, okay, so I have to make it over top highly. of the heat com- coming out from this big forest fire you just created and try to take some readings down on the ground below. Is that what you're telling me? No, I'll I'll take I'll do the radar for where the robot is standing. And you won't be able to get it because that's on an angle to the ground. You're standing on the ground. You can't take those kinds of readings from the ground. I mean, unless you just want to see twenty feet around you or something. Okay, so even you're going to have to wait until the fire stops before you can take any more readings. How long is that? Here. Days? Oh, I would think at least a day. I think I was going. <laughs> So then we got to camp up here right next to a forest fire. Well, you can go as far away from the fire as you want. Yeah, and then have you to can go back to town. Yeah, and then start another fire there. No. Uses a nuclear reactor to turn it into plasma. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, it, to get relativistic velocity. Okay. Mass now, coming any, out anyway, of the jets. Anyway, Bruce, um, can we? Is it feasible for us to, on foot, look around for entrances to these tunnels without? being in a position where we'll die of smoke inhalation. Well, if I was you, I would back off at least a half a mile, if not a mile, from all this disused conflagrant. How big is the ledge? It's big. It's, it's you know, you Half can, a mile or a mile? Oh, it's, let's say a half a mile long and maybe uh, uh, a couple hundred... Eh, a couple hundred feet wide. So we couldn't actually back off from it and stay on the ledge. No, you're not on the ledge. The ledge is going to be full of burning material. It's the best possible... I mean, because the trees are going to be thickest on the ledge because it's flat, okay, versus them trying to cling to the uh, to the, to the side of the mountain. And secondly is is that, yeah, that's where you landed, and and it's burning like crazy. It's going to build up because so, so we can't, it is flat. So we cannot look around at the place where we landed on the ledge for entrances. Right. No, not not until it finishes burning. This is ridiculous. I'm hitting people like... Now, you can, if you want to, you can search around, and of course you can... You know, you, but sit, well, search around, but... I would, not, land I, would not go below, I would not go below the ledge because uh, smoke goes downhill, not uphill. Um... If you try to go uphill, however, there is the heat. If the wind blows it towards you, then you could get burned alive that way. Um, so that leads you to the to the, you know the left side and the right side. So you're, okay. which side are you on? The left side or the right side? I don't know. Pick one. Left. Okay. Whenever so you see fires, so you're on the side that's closest to all those other places where you found caves and things like that. So and where where there actually might have been a trail. Now, if I was looking for a, 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 a you know a, a possible way of where somebody had found a, a, a girl on the side of a trail, I'd be looking for a trail rather than trying to find cave entrances. This third guy is just. So but that's me. Well, is there a pet? Is there like a road or? Well, why don't you go ahead and start making a search check? Um, I don't believe the search is a skill. So notice. So that's probably going to have to fall into just notice. Yeah, I don't have a lot of that. Three. That fails. Want me to try again? Or how often are we making the checks? No, it's, you're trying. You're searching the hillside. Seven. Where you are, trying to find a trail that might have been going over to that plateau. Seven. 
John finds it. I should say, um, Phil. Phil finds it. All right. So there actually is a narrow trail. It looks like something that a horse might be able to handle. More likely a, a burrow, a donkey of some kind. Okay. And certainly... Two you, people. Two people side by side could travel a bit, but, but nothing like a... Like an army. You know, nothing like... Well, nothing like an army unless they were really spread out. But And certainly no great wagon. So this would be... Uh, this would not be the trail of somebody who was, for example, a, a trade route, which doesn't surprise you because the trade routes would go over to the other countries, yeah, yeah. and that wasn't the, this direction where you were looking. Nice. This was somewhere else in the middle of, basically, the middle of nowhere. But as a as a single trail, it looks like it's it's it's, it's been it's had people on it. It's it's uh, uh, it's clearly got plants growing on it, but at the same time. Um, it's if you search long and far enough, you will find signs that somebody has been on this trail within, let's say, the last week or so. I okay, well, let's go up the trail. Well, you're going away from the from the um, the plateau, then down toward all the other stuff. Is that what does you're the saying? Trail go in both directions. Of course, it does. It's a trail going the. Towards plateau direction. If you go toward the plateau direction, then you run into the fire. Okay, go somewhat in the other direction then, just because it's the only place we can go. Okay. So, you travel down the trail for how many miles? Two miles. Two miles. Don't see much more than just trees and bushes and some snakes mm-hmm. uh, possibly a, a few squirrels or such something like mm-hmm. slow ground birds um, otherwise it's quiet um, you can still hear the sound of the, the popping and snapping of the, and the roar of the fire to, off to your, your right behind you because you're only a couple miles away from it and it's, you can now see that it's it's uh, the smoke is towering up from it, black smoke. I mean, because these are living trees that are burning, of course. Yeah. So, lots of black smoke, lots of um, resin and everything else like that. This 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 cooking way in it, it's rising up into the heavens, and um, and and. The uh, in, in up, up toward the area where all that um, the lightning crackling is going on up in the sky. Wonder what's going to happen when that that reaches there. We will find out. I hope the temple guards aren't too angry at us for what we've done. Well, they don't actually know we're in the robot unless they, they watched they, us. They didn't have any guards as far as you could see. But anyway, we go down the trail. We don't see anything. Then, well, not in two miles. You don't. I mean, it's a big trail. The trail goes on for you know twenty, thirty to fifty miles. I mean, it's in, it crosses other trails and goes to where those other those other subterranean passageways were, and um, you know, in caves and all those other things that are up there in the mountains. Keeps going for like two more miles. Then okay, all right. So. Uh, And you 
Uh, and you're on foot, I assume, right? Yeah. To you. Okay. All right. So. I'm good. Yeah, we flew here, so we wouldn't have the horses with us. All right. So, um, oh, nasty. Okay, you see a big rope loop go and fall right next to you, Thud. Hey, you hear the voice. What? Someone gave a shout of disappointment. Uh, Apparently, someone threw a tried to lasso you in some way. I see if I can see where it came from. Draw my sword. Um. Yeah. See, see if I can see where where it came from. Okay, would you roll? For what? Notice. Oh. <laughs> How else are you going to see anything? Six. Okay. Um. Okay, you see a guy who's trying to hide behind some bushes who uh, you can't really tell whether he's got a weapon out or anything like that he's trying to hide behind some bushes he's he's up the the up the side of the hillside from you about maybe uh, 30 feet and it looks like he tried to throw a rope at you and failed um, and moved and is now hiding behind a bush he says he's over there He's got a gun. I'll use my uh, M9. Is that a pistol or a rifle? A pistol. So you pull a pistol out and do what? Oh, I'm going to try and fire it at him. Okay. Far away. Okay. So, are you trying to kill him? Uh, now I'm going to shoot him, try and shoot him in the, in the leg. Okay, that's a minus two to hit. Alright. And he has cover. <clears throat> right. So I'll be minus four. Go for it, John. Oh. You're using your shooting skill. Yeah. Okay, so five, four. Oh, never mind. It's just, it was a five, so that makes it a one. So was that you rolling your hero die and your other die? Yes. Do you want to Benny that? How many feet is a square, by the way? Six. Okay, so that Two yards. Okay. Just need to figure out the range on this. Go ahead, John. Roll again. Uh, 
Oh, well, that explodes, so. Oh, again. So 16, two raises. Okay, so. Um, he, um, rolling some damage. Okay. Another D6 for the raise. Once again, goodness, yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm, oh, sorry, I'm not lying about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I, I can see that. Fourth one in a row explodes. You know, John, you don't want this to explode. He's aiming for his leg. Yeah, which means he can still die from it. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, so then a uh, uh, 17. Two wow, raises. 17. Okay. I got two raises. You shoot this guy. He screams... Rolls down the hill. You know, clutching his leg. But by the time he reaches the bottom, he's just rolling. He's not holding on to anything. Mm. And he ends up and he, and he ends up laying there just in a heap mm-hmm. at the bottom of the road. Is he the, dead? Doesn't seem to be moving. Heel check. Uh, okay. First, let's uh, roll a little dish shit here. Oh, can I do a notice check? See if there's any other anyone else around nearby his location that might be trying to gun for us. Or? Sure. Go ahead. Notice. That's right. You get one more card. Oh, off. Did I take that? Yes. Roll over by. I didn't take that yet. So no. King and Ace of Clubs. So Ace of Diamonds goes before Ace of Clubs. Uh, landed on a four. So you are first. Okay, I'm going to look and see if there's anybody else. Go ahead. Make a check. Hey, I got a six. Ten. Yes. You need. You now see standing up and, um, and aiming at you. A whole bunch of people with bows and arrows. How many is a whole bunch? You think you know? You can see at least six. There may be more. Actually, five. One of them is just rolled down the hill. Yeah. You have an issue. Okay. What do you do? Uh, Swing my sword and send out bolts of energy. Um, okay. Two d six each, up to three missiles. Does it have to be in the same person mm-hmm. or or different targets? Or mm-hmm. well, you said it hit to both of those. So which is it? Same no, person it, or different targets? It can be either. Okay. Um, Basically, three people on the same mark. Okay, um, is it fighting, or? It's, yeah, it's your fighting. Okay. First one, 11 to hit. Well, actually, well, actually, that would really fall, yeah, we always do this fighting, so go ahead. First one is 11 to hit. Okay. 
That's going to hit. Second one is um, six to hit. Actually, the first one was 12. 12, six. The last one's also six. Okay. All right. Uh, all three of those will hit. Okay, damage. Only one of them is a, um, a raise. What does that do, an extra D6? That's an extra D6. Okay, the one with the raise is 11 points. The second one is 9 points. The third one is 6 points. Okay. First one drops. Second one is... Um, uh, is uh, staggered, shaken, I'm sorry, shaken, and the third one is unaffected. Didn't get through his armor. Okay. His toughness. All right. At which point, the two, um, so four of them is going to open up on you. Um, on you two. So, let's see how this works. Actually, that would be three of them because one of them is shaken and can't fire. Three of them. Let's see who's getting attacked. You are, you are one and two going to John. John, you still have that minus one on you, as you did last time. Um, but we rested uh, after I was a footstool for that merchant. Yeah, but why were you? Why were you getting a minus one? What was that from? I don't know. I'm asking John. John should know. It's just his character. Oh, um, let's see. Oh, um, yeah. One was because um, of the fall I took, and the other one was because of um, being really fatigued. Okay, the fatigue is gone, but the fall is yeah. you took an injury. Right. And you still have that injury. So you're a minus one on everything that you do, John. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. When you make your rolls to hit and, and, and any success thing you're trying to do. Okay, so. All right, so I'm, uh, so I, I, need, I make two rolls against you. That explodes. That's a 17, John. And the second one is a 5. And then against you, Ken. Yeah. That explodes. Oh, come on. That's a 14. Okay, so your armor is what? 7. Okay, so you just took 7. Actually, um... Oh, okay. I should... No, it's, um, it's 9 with nine. the armor. So 9, so that's 5 over. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So that's a that's a wound. God. Unless you want to soak it. Do you have a, I, I can't soak it. I don't have a pen. Okay, then you take a wound. Okay. Uh, John, what's your toughness? Five. But I've also got an armor vest on. Yeah, so what is it with the armor vest on, John? Uh, I, I don't know um, what the armor vest adds to my toughness. All right. Look it up for you again. 
press every button but getting home. Okay, it's a plus four, so that would be a nine. So why don't you write down after your toughness, plus two slash plus four. So you know that when you're talking about your armored number, it's going to be your five plus four. You said plus two slash plus four. Plus two is if someone's hitting you. Oh, okay. With a fist or a club. Oh, okay. Modern armor is designed to stop bullets. These qualify as bullets. All right, so um, so that's nine, and that means that uh, seventeen is um, eight more. So that means that you uh, uh, you took two wounds. You want to, and you're shaking. You better, because that'll make three wounds. Right, I was just thinking that. Okay, so uh, to soak it, I don't know what I uh, roll. You roll, give me a Benny. Yeah. Are you, I only had two to begin, I didn't get a third one. So I should have one more, thank you. Okay. So, and you roll your bigger die, and you see well, whether or not, you see, and you see how many multiples of four you get. Okay, well, it's a four, so just one multiple. Do you want to re-roll that with another Benny? Okay. <clears throat> yes, right. um, is it additive? I'm sorry, I don't understand your question. With the previous roll, the no, four that I... No, okay. the better roll. Okay, six. So you rolled a, a six on that one over there? Yeah. So you still only made one multiple of four. Yes. All right. So you soaked one of the wounds, so now you're at, at a... Two uh, wounds, right? Right. And by the way, John, there's a minus one on that roll. Oh, right. Because okay. you already had a wound. I think you're going to end up needing this. So the point is that you are... You're taking a second wound now. You soaked one of them, and you have, took a second wound, and you're shaken. Both mm-hmm. of you are shaken. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, at which point, uh, John, it's your turn. What are you going to do? You're shaking. If you had a Benny, you could use that to take away the shaking condition, but you don't. don't. So um, I would recommend, so at this point, you need to roll your bigger die again at a minus two to see whether you roll four or better to to remove the shaking condition. Mm -hmm. Use an exploding die. Again, second. Okay. Bruce, a third. Okay, that's good enough, John. Uh, What that means is that you'll be able to act normally this round, and you're no longer shaken, but you still have the minus two on all your rolls because you have taken two wounds. Huh. So what are you going to do? You've got three, um, three active opponents against you. Uh, one uh, one who's currently inactive because he's shaking. Oh, I need to roll his his unshake die. By the way, 
and he did. So he's not shaking anymore, but he can't act. He wasn't able to act this round. Okay. Well, I'll use my uh, my uh, stealth skill to avoid um, any more being hit anymore if I can, and also get out my uh, super ghillie suit. You're not going to get that thing on in any reasonable amount of time. Well, all right. Okay, then. Well, I can still use my stealth skill to try. You should have just put that on before. You're going to try to hide in... in, So you're going to try to hide in in plain view. You're going to, like, run over behind a tree and think they don't see you. Stealth is what you do when they didn't see you to begin with. You're trying to maintain the fact that they can't see you. Right. Yeah, it was God's. I mean, you have two choices here. You can run... You can throw grenades, no. okay, and run. Uh, you can surrender <laughs> and hope they don't kill you, since you've already killed two of them. You should have used the card that lets you do double damage to Mooks. Yeah, that would have been helpful. You can still do that if he has any kind of grenade on him. All right. But you're still at minus two for everything, so... Do you have a grenade? I got a couple of... uh, High explosives, yeah. So could you double damage to them? Oh, here it is. I went over it. Double damage. I like yeah. Okay. And, uh, and actually they're incendiary. Well, let's see. Right, let's start another flash. Oh, oh, that's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, flashbang then. Flashbang isn't going to kill them. Well, I've got tear, smoke, flashbang, and incendiary. Those are my choices. Well, so. I would recommend going with the incendiary. Yeah, it's looking at that. If the forest fire is gone, if we're dead. Okay, and let's see. Okay, so. Um, or you could try to go for this here. I mean. Um, so grenades that uh, roll with uh, agility, throwing, throwing. Yeah, but remember you have a minus two. So yeah, yeah John, you do have the the, the the Explorer's Edition there. You can learn the system. Okay, I don't have. Okay, uh, three. So I gather then that. What are you doing? I have no idea what you're doing. I don't have a throwing skill, so I rolled a d4 and a d6. Okay, so you missed. Yeah. So the question is, is that um, how much did you miss by? Okay. First of all, uh, roll um, roll me a d8. Let's see which direction you missed missed by. Plain D8 or D8 and D6? No, it's a D8. Just a D8. 
All right, then it's a four. Wow, four. Okay, so that is directly, so that's closer to you than what you were aiming at. All right, now roll me a, um, let's see here. Uh, let's see, it's, um, roll me a, a D8. Just Another a D8 to see how much you missed by. One. One. Okay, so you're you only dropped it uh, a square away from uh, where you were actually trying to, to do it. So, so you so you drop this in the center of your nade, right? Mm-hmm. In the center of your nade, it goes off. The guy, uh, the range on these things is uh, is enough that it's going to get. Um, you know, still going to get these guys. They're going to have. They're going to get an agility check to see whether they can avoid it. Okay, and they all. Um, well, they don't know what it is. So, or do they? Even a primitive caveman would know an explosion. They wouldn't know a grenade. Would they? I don't know. No. They wouldn't know what a grenade is if you threw one at them. Okay. So I'm going to assume that they don't know what this is. So they don't actually... They figure you threw a rock at them and missed. You hear a chuckle coming from one of them right before it goes off. And then there's a scream as as basically he, he and... and uh, 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 and his his buddies burst into flame as uh, as as ballistically powered pieces of uh, phosphorus embed themselves into his body and clothing. Uh, roll your damage. Do you know what the damage on this center grenade is? Uh, no. Okay. Two D ten. So two D ten, and we'll double it. This is a D ten. Two. Two is four. Eight with the double. So, so it's eight. Yes. All right. All right. So still not gonna. So that's basically that's gonna shake them. They're all going to get shaken by that. Um, they're not, you know, they're, it's, it's going to catch their clothing on fire, but they're not actually going to suffer any severe wounds off of that. All right, so, um, so it's up to you at this point. Um, do you want to run? You threw this grenade; it went off. Yeah. 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 I'll run. I'll run too. Well, it's not your turn. Well, you say you're running. Well, he, he can't run now because that would be an additional action. No, right? it's part of his round. Oh. Yeah, you you said you did that and stood there, so you're stuck. All right, so you run. Okay, you're running away. Mm-hmm. So two of them are are are, are shaken. Okay, 
Um, and, and that leaves, uh, you know, at least the, the one guy on the other side who isn't shaken, who's still okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, so let's roll uh, some another initiative roll. See what happens. John, can I read the cards? Right there. No. All right. Seven. Nine. Ten. We get to go first. Okay, let's make some. Uh, Can we make morale checks? No, we're gonna make. Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna. Unshake. Make sh- unshake rolls. Okay, everybody that you just got on fire made unshake rolls. However, they are unable to take any action this round, other than maybe following you, running after you if you if you run off. Okay, you're running off. Um, the um, so I'm going to say that they those guys are going to run because they're injured. You know, they're, they're, they can't do anything else. They're going to run off into the forest. Uh, the guy on the other side um, is uh, who uh, who's not dead. Uh, he's going to shoot at uh, you mm-hmm. uh, with his bow and arrow, and he rolls another. Oh, that's cocked. Sixteen. <sighs> so that's uh, you had a what was it eight a nine nine. Okay, so that's seven. So that's oh, gonna, sorry. Parry is eight. Toughness is nine. Nine. Okay, so that's a seven. All right. So that means that I'm going to do another wound to you. Since and you you, you got no money, so you just got to suck it up. So he does another wound to you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, dude, that was awesome. Because I was like weakening. Um, I was weakening him with uh, And he's going to step behind a, a a tree for cover. Okay. Since you just threw that bolt thing at them the last time. Mm. Okay. Uh, so three of them will run away. Another one is still there, but he's taking cover. You're running. It's now your turn, John. Going to keep running? Is that going to work? Um, I'm going to uh, hide behind like a, if I can find a large rock or something. Okay. Take cover. All right, so you're gonna move further off and try to hide somewhere. Okay, go ahead and make your go ahead and make your stealth check. Five. Five. Okay, so. Oh, minus the two. Yeah, minus yeah. the two. Okay, there's three then. Yeah. So I guess that means that fails. No, it means oh, I have okay. to beat it with my notice check. If I, someone comes chasing after you. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Ken. Yeah, I'm gonna, still on the road. I'm going to... Once I took cover, he's, he's got this again, additional cover against you. I'm going to try to run off and hide as well. So you're going to run off and hide. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and run. Uh, or hide. Yeah. Five minus um, two wounds would be three. Okay. All right. So you run off somewhere and hide also. All right. Uh, leaving the one guy. Okay, so next round. I mean, I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it should. Oh crap! That's a, that's a scorpion. 
think so. All right, so um, you hear the guy calling to his buddies, okay. and they get up. You hear them calling back, saying, "Yeah, I'm okay. Oh, yeah." He says, "Um, okay. just got burned and through some through some kind of fire thing." And he's like, "Son, we gotta get out of here. This forest is catching on fire." You incendiary grenade. It's gonna catch the forest. I'll, I'll, I'll relay the, I'll relay what he said to him in case he, says, he didn't hear. He says, he's, and he says, head, he says, head back, head, head back to the to uh, to the cave. You gotta tell the boss about this. And and you you know and you hear the sound of of um, thumping feet. You know as they as they run down the the path. Um, and get further and further, and then you don't hear them anymore. Oh. So um, apparently they left uh, their uh, dead companions behind. Um, is the dead companion wearing like anything obvious, like a uniform or something? No, he is wearing armor. He's wearing um, uh, a kind of it's it's a. Uh, it's not a, like you know, good armor. It's it's like you know a leather with uh, you know maybe some uh, uh, some bone in it. Um, to, you know to you know maybe some like a, a, a oh my god you know like part of an animal like hung over him and you know it, it padded some padding in there too to give him some kind of basic armor so he's not just a guy running around with no no armor on. Okay. His weapons, like I said, were was a bow and arrow and he also had a club. Did I see where Philip went? No, you ran off in an entirely different direction. Okay, um, and uh, Philip um, using the whatever the communicator is called. Yes. Yeah. Okay, you can uh, talk Phil- to each other. Philip, um, which way did you go? Um because I don't know if you heard it, but they're going back to their boss because they don't want to get caught in the fire, and I think we don't want to get caught in the fire. We may want to run the other direction. Well, the other direction is back to the other fire you made. So, so you want to get caught between two fires? Well, the, the other fire we made is actually only burning on the ledge, so at least we may get close to it, but it probably won't actually reach us as, as fire. Even though there may be some smoke that comes from it, plus we're no, ready. Say these two fires are starting to grow together, and you can get caught between them if you go. Back well, the, the, left. the other fire. I remember I made the fire break. It's yeah. not going to spread unless um, this fire grows in that direction and goes up to your fire break and ignites your fire break. Oh Lord. So you don't have a fire break here, but you probably want to go in that direction anyway because yeah. that's where your robot is. Yeah. And you don't want your robot to catch on fire. Yeah. So let's go back there then. Um, How about can, you? Can you help me with Phil? these wounds? I, Phil? I'm going to try uh, to bandage myself. Yeah, but. I'll go toward his uh, robot. Okay. All right. Well, as you go toward the robot, you can see this big wall of smoke. That's ahead of you from where the fire is basically pushed smoke out beyond where the robot is. Could you help me bandage this? Because I, I, this sort of hurts. And, sure. off to, and off to your left, you can see more and more smoke rising up out of the ground. Yeah. You know, as that as that fire takes more and more hold. I got exterminated. All right, so um, yeah, so so uh, Philip, are you going to do some healing on? Uh, I don't have any specific skill, but I can so you don't have any jack of all trades, then. Yeah, that's what I'll use. 
Which are at minus two, but there's not much I can do about that. Yeah. No, that'll fail. Mm. Unless you roll a four, which you did roll a four. four. Okay. So. One. Or no, it's minus two. It's a four and then it explodes. Oh, yeah. Four plus two is six, minus two is four. Four. So you'll heal one wound. Okay, so I'm at one. Yeah. And now me on him. Okay. Which is also minus my one wound now. Um, five minus one is four. Okay, so you'll be healed one wound also. So now you're no. Now you're still. Now you're only at a minus one like you were before. Mm-hmm. I don't suppose we see any shelter spaces along the way. Like, I don't know, some side passage that doesn't have a lot of vegetation to burn, or... Uh, your best bet is to go higher up the mountain. Looking looking around, you know, with the fire, because the fire looks like it's going to... If it's going to go anywhere, it's going to go down the mountain, not up the mountain. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, your your best bet to, to get ahead of this fire is to go up the mountain and either go to the left, away from the one that you just started on the left, or just go up. Okay. Uh, well, we're going to have to... Well, we you said go left, away from the one we started to left? You can go up and then left. I wouldn't go up and right because that's a much bigger fire currently. In time, the one on the left may turn out to be the bigger fire. It's hard to say. Yeah. Depends on how the wind blows. Depends on well, a lot of things. Go, go up then. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, totally. Is there a way to go up without having to actively climb a lot? Yeah, right now you can just simply go up the thing. You don't have to make a climb check. It's okay. not that steep. Okay, it's go It's steep, up. but it's not, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's scrambling steep. It's not. Okay, you know. let's, let's go up then. All right. So. We're not going to go on your robot? You can't leaving, reach it. He's leaving his robot behind. We can't reach it, or can we? I don't know. You guys got any gas masks or anything? Um, I have. I did. Yeah. You could try to go over to the, your robot and uh, get into your robot with the gas mask right. and take off. I mean, I've got the full and light vacuum environment suit for that. I, you're probably not carrying that because we're in full. That's like another 30 pounds on you. But I, I do actually have a gas mask. So. Mm hmm. Or you could use your... Did you use your equipment token yet? No, I have a gas mask as well. So then we we have gas masks. Can we get to it then? Yeah. Okay, let's get to it. All right. So you run over... You guys put on your gas mask, run over to your robot, which is completely enshrouded in smoke right now, and get inside. Uh, It's not hot yet. The fire hasn't reached you. I'm saying is that the, the fire break may work. Okay, and this is on the other side of the fire break. All you may get over here is smoke, yeah, but you don't know that for sure. So the question is, is that since you've got an uncontrolled fire on your left side, I mean, if you want to, you can try to build another fire break and, um, and then just stay in between the two and stay inside the uh, uh, controlled air of your robot and wait for the fire to go out. What do you want to do? Um, well, the other fire would cover the entire forest, right? Because there's no break. Well, it could grow to the left, but if you put a fire break down, it won't grow to the right, which is where you are. Can we put a fire break on the left? 
you'd have to go around that fire to keep the. You, you could try. You know, I mean, it, the more time that goes on, the more difficult it is to do. Okay, well, first, um, first try making a fire break on the right where okay, we are. So you're at a minus one because of your wounds. You said it was fighting, oh. fighting, which at least I have, but not when I roll that. Three minus one is two again. Okay, so you're not able, you know, you do your wounds. You just simply just don't have it in you to, uh, you know, cut down enough trees uh, it, it with sufficient skill to create a, a reasonable fire break. So the fire could still reach over to you where you are. Try, in tr- try the other side now because okay. I don't want it to burn the forest. All right, so go on the other side. Um, eight. Okay, so that you will be able to build a fire. You are successful building a fire break on the other side. So the fire, at most, should just grow together with the fire on the plateau and stop. Okay, but so you're not still, destroying you're still, the entire right. So my question is: now that you're on the other side of of, of the that fire, what do you want to do? Okay, do we happen just by chance to see any? Entrances or passages here. That was the last one. Um, if you look on your map, there are some 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 uh, uh, at the distance you had to go. There are. There, it looks like there is a tunnel that you didn't. But this, this is also where the um, guys who attacked us yeah. were. Yeah. So it could be their lair. It could what be their lair. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I wanted to search for a higher up entrance because that's probably less convenient for bandits. Uh-huh. But well, and that's why I wanted to search on a plateau. But then I set it on fire. Right. Well, there are other caves higher up. Okay, let's go higher up and see if we can find a cave entrance. All right. Well, you go higher, higher up, and look for a, look for a place where we can actually either land a robot or climb to. Make a luck roll. I'll give you a. Uh, that's pretty. That's pretty unlikely, right there. So I'm going to give you a D4 on that. You guys, you better hope I roll high because you have no bennies. One. Well, what you can do is that you can land and dig the robot into the side of the mountain and have him just stand there on the side of the mountain, okay? And hope that there's no earthquakes that would cause him to topple over and fall down. Or and you can climb out of him into the cave opening if you want to. But you're going to be pretty. But well, you're not going to be completely obvious. This thing's only twenty foot tall. It's not even twenty foot tall. It's like fifteen foot tall robot. So you could do that. Yeah. You um. Yeah. I mean. Looks like this. Yeah. Um, I don't think you can actually... I mean, you can't actually get him into the cave, but like I said, you could reach inside the cave with his arms and grab onto something inside. If the robot was crawling, could it go in? No, it's not. the cave's not big enough. That's what the roll was for, to see whether it was a big enough cave for you to go into. Or, or someplace, you know... Okay, now landing the robot here does not mean setting more stuff on fire, does it? No, because you're further, you're up, you're, you're basically up in the mountain enough that the, 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 the trees are fairly spread apart at this point, and the jet is actually firing out away from the mountainside, not down toward the uh, the, the, the the tree bottoms and the trees like you were at the plateau. And the plateau, you came straight down on the flat, blowing out superheated plasma in all directions, lighting up anything that was flammable, which is exactly what happened. 
Okay, um... Hmm. And you failed to um, put that put that fire out. So, but this is a little different. Now, how sturdy is the mountainside, though? Pretty sturdy. It's very rocky. You you don't, you don't feel like like I said, unless there is a um, unless there's an earthquake, you don't think you know uh, you don't think there's any possibility of your robot getting dislodged. Okay. If, so. a, if there is a, an earthquake, then then probably this is very good likely it's going to fall off and tumble down the side of the mountain. If there is an earthquake, we could have put it on the ledge and it still would have tumbled down. No, it probably just would have fallen over. Uh. Is there a place where we could land a robot somewhat lower than the cave and use this, but is within range of this grapple gun? To get to the cave, I, I gave you the the, the the role was to find some place that was reasonable, and, and the and the answer was no. Okay, then we got to do it. Um, and this is and I mean the, there are places lower, but those are the places that you think are going to be uh, populated uh, by bandits. Okay, and then do that. Put the robot in the side of the mountain and climb up into the cave. Now you will doing all this is very noisy, by the way. So anybody down below knows exactly where you are and what you've just done. They may be like saying, wow, look at that crazy thing. And maybe they want nothing to do with you. But I'm just saying is it's not like you're this is any any in any regard stealthy. Right. Okay. Okay. You basically announce the entire mountainside, hey, look at me. You know, I mean, you've been doing that the whole time, but I mean, really, now you're you're basically saying, "Look at me now. Here I am." Is this on the part of the mountain visible from the city? What? Yeah. So they can, everybody can see the robot there. I wouldn't think so. I would think the robot's small enough in this distance that I don't think they. I think they could hear it. But they wouldn't actually be able. To, okay. They might be able to see something moving around, just a disturbance, a cloud. Okay. So so let's go ahead. Put the robot there and go into the cave. Okay. But still, I could use my grapple gun like he suggested and help use the grapple gun to help secure. There's no, there's no space close enough to do that. I can't do it. Um, Philip would be probably unsuccessful with this because the way the robot is so great compared to the breaking strength oh, of the rope. Okay. All right. That, I mean. If you had, if you had some kind of, you know, reason to say I have a lot of, of specialized rope use, mm-hmm. then I might be able. Uh, yeah. I might I let, you, let you roll for it to, to really trust this thing up in a safe way. But just tying a rope to it is probably not. Going I to understand. Work. Now again, like I said, it's probably only going to happen if there's an earthquake. Yeah. But of course, you're on a god mountain, so that could happen. So what time is it? No, oh, it's five oh five ten. Okay. Yeah, we still have some time. All right. That's why the dog's getting antsy because it wants to get fed. So hold on a second while I do that. All right. So um, you go into the cave and look around. Are there signs of bandits? Like footprints or people drop stuff. In the cave? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, there's definitely signs that some kind of an animal lives in this cave. An animal or a bandit? It does look like a bandit. You don't see a fire. Uh, From my tunnel map, is this... You do see a... No, there's no tunnel to this cave. That's why you went to this cave, is because it didn't have a tunnel. 
well, we wanted to get inside the mountain. We wanted to find a tunnel. We just didn't want to find one that's low because one that's low is probably one bandits have been right. using. Right. Well, this this is just a cave. Okay. And uh, there does appear to be a big pile of of, um, of, of branches, you know, and um, um, and animal skins and. Um, um, and and a few others, you know, and, and even some clothing. Looks like it's it's here. Um, so there's there are like and there's, and there's a, yeah, and, and and you can see a there's some there's a pile of bones in here scattered about you know uh, against one wall. Um, but, um, it's uh, it looks like maybe they were like gnawed on and then thrown over against the wall. Um, so big. Cloud of flies flying around the bones because of the because uh, there's still some flesh left on them a little bit you know that hasn't been you know gnawed off okay um, there's a uh, um, there, uh, there, there's you can hear the sound uh, the the, uh, uh, the sound of dripping water coming from the back part of the cave and. Uh, uh, and that's about it. Okay, I didn't really want an animal lair. You want us? You want to go and find someplace else to to land? You you do realize that it's not an animal lair. What I just described to you was not an animal lair. Something lives in this cave that eats things. And, that's an animal lair. And and doesn't and, and throws the bones against the wall. <laughs> that li- that sleeps on a mound of of boughs and and and. Uh, um, and, and bushes and clothing. A dragon lair. Great. Yeah. We see any signs of fire? No, there's no fire. There's no fire ring here. There's no fire. It could be the dog. Whatever. Whatever this thing eats, it it it's uh, uh it eats it raw. All right. Let's go scout around for another. Let's. Potentially dangerous cave. Yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Hmm. Now you said there's bits of clothing and stuff left behind. Mm -hmm. Does it look like it was okay? When when you say the stuff was gnawed on, does it look like what size teeth does appear gnawed on it? Let's make a notice check for that. Four minus minus three. No, no, no. You got a double one. What's happening? Okay. It looks well. The, 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 unfortunately, Philip doesn't figure out anything. Okay. Um, he's uh, Philip is blinded by the flies. Like runs 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 screaming toward the entrance. Make an agility check to see if you fall out the entrance and fall down the side of the mountain. Oh, no, uh. Oh, I'm presented that I rolled a d10 by mistake. That doesn't count. If it's if it's d8, you just reuse eight and less, so that's fine. It's eight. Um, minus one is seven. Yeah, but it's, it's an eight, so it explodes. Oh, okay. 
You, apply you, the minus you may as well use the no, I didn't use the actual D eight the next time, but yeah, it doesn't okay. really matter. Eight and one is nine, minus one is eight. Okay. Um, so you manage to 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 fling yourself back away from the, the pile of bones as the as the as the flies literally get in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 mewing in pain and and uh, and rolling, you manage not to get anywhere near the opening. <laughs> I'll probably come up to rest against one of the arms of the robot that's, that's, that's holding on to the inside of the cave. Mm-hmm. Can, on the other hand, yeah. taking advantage of the fact that the fly, flies are distracted by John, by, by Philip. Okay, Maybe it's the cologne you're wearing, Philip. You, know, you are French or something, right, aren't mm-hmm. you? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or is it just you don't bathe? What is it? Which is the two? Uh, cologne. Probably been a while since you bathed, yeah. In any regard, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, you, you're looking at this thing, and it looks like there are like definitely some pointed marks on these bones, like like uh, not Tool just use. not not just fangs, but like like pointy incisors. You know, you're not seeing the kind of marks that you'd expect in the uh, in the connected tissue. That would indicate like molars grinding, or uh, you know. So it doesn't sorry. seem to be human cannibals, then. Well, it definitely doesn't look human. Something with uh, you know sharp teeth, uh, tearing the flesh off, not not cutting it off. Are there and definitely no sign of that it was cut off using a, a knife of any kind. Are there footprints in this cave other than ours? There are footprints, but it's more of a disturbance than what dust there is on the floor. It's How large are they? Pretty big. How large is pretty big? I don't think you can really tell. Make a tracking check. Mm-hmm. Tracking. It's a tra- the tracking skill, as I know someone's going to ask, uh, is a smart check. I can't board him. I was, uh, I was a distraction. And you'll be at, the, uh, at your various minuses due to your interest. Three. That's um, Eight six. minus one is seven. Or minus um, seven. John, John what, what dice were you just rolling? Well, the, the, it, the D eight for the smarts. It, it doesn't have to six. John, it's a smarts check. It does. It's, it's still against the tracking skill. It's a oh, D4. okay. It's a D. You don't have tracking, no. So it's a D four and your D six. Okay. And minus two. Minus two if you have the injury. Or minus one. He's at a minus yeah. one. Four. And you're a zero. With no, I'm at minus one as well. Okay. Because they're not like. Um. Okay. Um. You think that the uh, footsteps are rather narrow. They're not. They're smaller than what you'd expect for a man. As a matter of fact, it's uh, uh, the, the the marks. Uh, so what have we seen? If, any, if anything, it looks like they might they might actually be hooves of some kind. From what we've seen of dragons, how wide is the foot of a dragon? Well, if it's an adult dragon, it wouldn't fit in this cave. Hmm. If it was a baby dragon, then it would probably be a, a wider, flatter, lizard-like foot. I wonder if these are actually, if this is actually made by scavengers rather than carnivores. We wouldn't know though. 
Well, uh, looking at the bodies, I mean the clothing, you, you seem to see it is primarily clothing from um, these these bandits, like some ar- ripped up armor, you know, leather. Mm-hmm. There's some teeth marks in the in the armor, which lends you to think that this thing has lots of big, big teary teeth. But you said the feet are narrow, right? So is that like inches wide or what? Oh, maybe uh, foot wide, three to four inches wide. Yeah, what we know of things and be a carnivore and have narrow feet, a, a raptor. Do they have raptors in this world? Are you good now? Have you seen any? No. Um, I'm actually not. I don't actually know that. What time um, are we you stopping? said it may be like hooves. What, what time? time are we stopping? Are you talking about us playing? Yes. Six. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have like hooves. Half hour. I don't really want to wait around here to see what creature comes at us. Um. Well, we're going to look around to see if there is another cage nearby. Yeah. Not be as potentially dangerous. Yeah. So we'll do another notice check. You do have another option, you know. You could just build a fire. Depends on... If that scared away. Depends on what it is. If it's like, you know, cannibal people, they may not be scared away by fire. Yeah, you can always climb inside of your cockpit of your giant robot and lock it down. I mean, you really think anybody inside is going to be able to batter the way inside your robot? They could knock it off the side of the mountain. Keep it on. Turn it on. It's got a nuclear reactor in it. When it's on, it's on. It it uses steam to move. It doesn't necessarily, you know. All right. Um, Well, it's not warm. No, let's let's make the fire then. Um, also, a fire would provide some light. Um, and in fact, shine a light around the, this lair and see what's here. Well, like I said, there's lots of bones, and uh, at the back there appears to be a, a trickle of water coming out of the wall, and it goes down to the bottom of the wall where it pools a little bit. And then it disappears, so it's obviously going back into the rock there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no basin or anything like that. And if, if you wanted to, if you wanted to drink from it, you'd have to do one of two things: either you have to put a cloth on it and absorb the water, and then wring it out into another container, or you'd, um, uh, or you'd have to put a cup underneath it, or you'd have to just literally lick it off the wall. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, in this, what? In this um, pile of bandits' clothing and such, is there anything interesting? Um, well, like there's maybe a map or no, no, papers. Like, no, um, nothing like that. Um, there's there's a, a few um, yes. tokens, some jewelry. Yes. You know, not of any great value. Um, there's might be a, 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 a couple of. of, of Simple knives. Um, 
swinging guys. Like. Uh, there might actually be a quiver of arrows that was still attached mm-hmm. to somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> it's, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, find some, uh, uh, actually over in the pile of bones, you actually find a couple of gold teeth. Is, is gold teeth something that they have technology for here? Or? Yeah, sure. You okay. melt the gold, you know, before it, before it gets completely hard, you oh, Lord, jam it into, into a, a hole in teeth. Well, you need, uh, you never mind. Um, I don't think there's going to be anything in here that's useful. It's not a passage into the mountain. Let's make sure we leave a clear path to your robot yeah. so we don't get trapped between that monster being in the way of us getting your robot or whatever it is. Okay, so um, you, there's nothing in, in, in seemingly in the way. So we can... We're not going to get anything out of this cave. We've got to find someplace else. The cave doesn't go anywhere, and the cave doesn't have anything useful in it. It has shelter. That's true. But... You're waiting for a fire to go out, remember? Yeah. We can rest around the fire. Good lord. Okay. How, how long does it take to heal a point of damage? A week? A week? Yeah. yeah. But I'm concerned. I, I want to make sure we're not snuck up upon by some more uh, unfriendly natives with more bows and arrows. So I take it you're going to uh, keep an eye out around the entrance to the cave to try and make sure no one sneaks up on us. Can, can we see the fire from rest. here? Yeah. From where? From the entrance to this cave. Absolutely. That's the whole point of putting it. You want to put the fire at the entrance of the cave. To, to Not our fire, the forest fire. Oh, for heaven's sake, yes. You can see the two, you can see both fires. Remember, you're between the two. So we can see, like, the progress of the fire. Uh-huh. What's the progress of the fires? Oh, let's find out. Well, the one over on the plateau is burning to beat the band. I mean, that's like this gigantic column of fire. The one that you started with the... Um, <laughs> I don't suppose it's going to rain, is it? Um, it's, it's cloudy. Of course, that could also be all the smoke. But um, it looks, it's, it's hazy and it could be cloudy. could rain. You know, you said there's lightning from the mountain. Is that associated with clouds? There's clouds up there, yeah, and there's a lot of lightning in it. It's like a standing lightning storm up there. Uh, the, uh, the the one that you started, uh, Philip, uh, it's looking like it might be burning itself out already. Like it didn't actually... It, 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 it got a little bit going, but it didn't actually keep growing. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're thinking that that one might actually be done by morning. The one over on the plateau... Well, it's burning really big, yeah. so um, it may not be done in the morning. 
uh, it may take a little longer longer than that to, to get done. So, uh, and even so, you're going to have to wait for it to cool down enough to go over there. Yeah. Because we're talking enough heat there to basically make rocks like ovens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The very rock that you'd be walking on would, like, melt your soles or your shoes. So, but on the, on the plus side, it looks like if you wanted to go further um, to the left... Uh, from the plateau in the morning and there wouldn't be anything really keeping you. On the other hand, there's nothing keeping the bandits from coming back and looking for you either. Especially considering the fact you're there in this big there's this big giant robots grabbing to the side of the, of the hill, which the people down in the town might not be able to see, but, but any bandit that are close enough would definitely be able to. But cert- right now, I would say no. Right now there's too much smoke, black smoke coming from the fire on both sides. I mean, basically the whole side of the mountain is being shrouded in deep um, in deep fire and, and smoke right now. The, um, Could we go further up the mountain without running into the lightning storm and find a, maybe a place that would be farther from the bandits? Um, if you're asking whether there's another cave further up, I'll have to make a roll for it. Yeah. Let's, let's fly around, especially since the spoke will sort of conceal our mm-hmm. flight. Okay, uh, based upon the map that you did, um, for the, the area in which you were looking at, there isn't any cave higher, but there actually might be a cave higher if you actually went and searched for it. You really get in a robot remember, your scanner was only good for up to like a half. Yeah, minute. get in a robot and search for it. Okay. So you take off with your robot with a quarter tank of fuel left. It's a third tank, but I, I said okay. Well, be very careful. It's it's a it's a short distance, relatively speaking. Okay, so I think you, it should be okay. So you're flying up, and you're uh, you're you're scanning your thing around, and you don't see where there might be places where a rock climber might be able to you know hold up for the night there's no place for the robot and there's no real caves in the in the sides there's just there's some there's some cracks in the sides you know where and the scan didn't find anything either that's what I'm talking about the scan I'm not talking about what you can see with your eyes you really can't see anything with your eyes the whole thing's covered with smoke right now so it's, it's rising, it's rise, going down and rising up. Um, the wind blows up against the mountain. So, anyways, uh, so unless you get up really high to where all that lightning and 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 clouds are, uh, and your radar doesn't seem to penetrate that. By the way, you just seem to get a kind of something that looks a lot like a a roiling surface of water. Hmm. Oh, wow. I think it seems to penetrate it up there with the cloud. Then we go back to the animal cave. Okay, so you go back, Ooh, land again, make a piloting check. It's not easy to land there. You're basically flying over there and jamming your hands, hovering, jamming your hands in and holding on. Okay, that'll survive. I'm going to confirm with Sandy what time 16. Okay, so that's no problem. You go back to the cave. Um, scattering your fire all over the inside of the cave when you jam your hands back in there. 
And is the is the animal back? No. You haven't gone that long. Maybe the animal was caught in the fire. Maybe it was. Yeah. Really good at doing that. Now you have to think of where what we're gonna do I don't know, once the fire goes out. I mean go down to the ledge and search for a cave. Because we didn't see any cave there before. Mm-hmm. Do we do we do enough search? Do we know there's actually no entrance there? You have no idea what's at, which is down there on the uh, plateau, other than the fact that you did see uh, uh, some kind of an underground passage that went along one part of the plateau and and and, and disappeared. It, it went a, a short distance and stopped. I mean, in other words, you know, it disappeared into the into the rock of the mountain. So. You didn't okay. see any openings or anything for it. Whoa, damn, that's trying to But you're now going to wait until the fire goes out and then you can go check. Right? Yeah, I guess. I don't see any better options other than going into one of the lower tunnels, which is more likely to have bandits. And your biggest problem right now is that you used up most of your water. It's a really bad spot to be in. You really don't have much water left for your jets. You have enough water that you could probably go down and land on the plateau. Thank you, That's about it. Is there like a lake? No. There's no lakes up here. Like I said, there, there's, there's, all, uh, there's, there's springs that come out of the side of the mountain. They run here and there, and sometimes they go back into the mountain. There's a little spring on the back of this cave. What? So how how much would like in like let's say an hour of getting buckets of water from the spring? How much extra distance would that give the robot? Well, that's assuming that the water comes out in buckets. So let's assume that you get a bucket of water an hour. Oh, okay. Never I mean, maybe there's more. I mean, it could be a big spring. If it was a bucket an hour, I think a bucket wouldn't do much. Well, it wouldn't, but it would add up eventually. Let's go and see how um, big the spring is. Well, there is no spring. I mean, you're talking about the one in the back of the cave? Yeah. I already told you. It's, it's, it's just a thin little trickle, and it goes down, and it goes into the water. So, I mean, into the floor of the cave. It doesn't even go out into the cave. It doesn't pool in any way. It just goes into a crack in the bottom of the cave wall. So... It's you can you the uh, you could put like a, a a cloth on it and absorb the water on the on the on the, on the cave wall and then wring it into a cup and drink it. Okay, or you could lap it off the wall with your tongue, or you could even try to lean a um, a cup against the bottom and have it slowly fill. Okay, does it or is it just the size of the um, Thank you, place that's coming out that affects how much water it is. If we were to chop a hole in this rock somehow, wouldn't make it any bigger. Okay. No, it's uh, you're getting about. Uh, my estimation would be that you'd get be getting about a teaspoon a minute off of this thing. It's literally just you know creeping down the outside. It's just a little bit of water. But it's good to know that there is water in, in the mountains. Well, we've got to hope for rain now. Mm-hmm. It might rain. It's not sundown yet. 
Look around um, for places in the rock. If there were rain, which are there places where pools might collect, or maybe we see dried out pools? Um, if you wanted to put, if it started raining and you wanted, uh, you could probably collect water at the entrance. Hmm. Okay. It doesn't look like water pools inside the the cave whenever it rains, so it's probably got a slight downward slant to it. Hmm. Just a slight slam. But if you put like you know buckets or or, or containers of some kind, you could probably collect water if it did rain. Do a notice check for anyone sneaking up on us, perhaps. Sure, go ahead. It's full of smoke and yeah. Nah. Just a two with the minus. Nope, you have no idea what's yeah. going out there. Something could come up and grab you and yank you off, right. that, off mm-hmm. that thing, and you'd have no idea it was there until the last minute. Mm-hmm. We see, like, perhaps baby animals left behind in the cave. Or even fragments of eggs or something. No, you do not see anything like that. Okay, so um, night falls, and with night falling, there is a huge cascade of lightning from the heavens that just seems to just crackle down like an almost solid sheet outside of the cave entrance. Okay, you're very concerned about your robot. At this point, mm-hmm. because it's a, it would therefore be a lightning attractor, um, and it starts pouring down rain. Let's start collecting water. Okay, I'm going to make a luck roll here. Yeah, long enough pole to make a lightning rod nearby to keep it off your robot. You lucked out. Lightning comes crackling down around the cave entrance, but never actually hits the robot or you. That's pretty darn amazing. But you do put out stuff, I don't know, bowls, whatever, yeah. uh, canteen. Um, sheets. Uh, I don't know about sheets. Well, You're carrying sheets, sheets with plastic, you. plastic, maybe. Okay. Um, and you do manage to collect uh, quite a bit of, uh, a fair amount of water. Uh, water is actually sluicing down the side of the mountain. Uh, you guys, you know, want to try to, you know, really try to cap, uh, divert that. You know, if you could, you could actually go and um, get in your robot and try to move it over. And, yeah, that would uh, be another piloting check. It would be another piloting check. It was with dire consequences if you fail. Yeah, so no. No? Okay. Well, but it certainly would have solved your water problem. There's so do we collect any significant amount of water at this point? And, and of course, if you wanted to go down and get the um, um, the the hose to the to the pump on your robot leg, mm-hmm. you, that would require a climbing check, which you also don't have. Though John here does have a grapple gun, that would certainly might obviate the need for that. 
I should say Philip does. Yeah. See, these are the kind of ideas you guys should be coming up. I shouldn't have to be like handing them to you. Well, I mean, I I didn't really think that the robot is positioned in such a way that you can't get any water in it. Well, normally you land, you basically, there's two ways you get water in the robot. Either you land in water, okay, and you and you basically just have intakes that just suck the, the water in, or you use a hose that goes through a pump that you, you put into a, a well or you put into a water supply or something like that, or you can actually even attach to a water supply and then pump water into the robot. Okay, it doesn't just magically go into the okay, robot. Okay, then, yeah, we've got to use the grapple gun to lower ourselves down to there. How about that um, that little trickle of water that was in the back? Yeah, we know that it wasn't that enough. stronger? But it might be a lot stronger now that there's rain and stuff. Not at all. Oh, okay. Well. It's good that you don't have geology, John. Okay. Because <laughs> that's not how, how water goes through rock. Okay. So you want me to try and roll for using my grapple gun then? Okay, so you're going to... Uh, Alright, so you basically attach the grapple, the grapple inside the cave. And you're going to let the... And you're going to basically... You're going to let the, uh, the line out. And try to lower yourself down to where the hose is on the, on the foot of the, of, the, of the robot. Okay? So let's make an agility check to see how well you do that. I thought that's what you'd do. Now, the wind outside is gusting pretty good. Okay, and mm-hmm. the rain and the, and, and, the, and the lightning going off. So it's a little, it's, it's somewhat distracting. So I'm going to give you a minus one on this. So I've got a minus two with the other minus. Yeah. Okay, so that's a two then. A two. A four minus two. Okay, so Teleport. You, so you find yourself swinging around okay, on the end of this grapple gun thing and not not actually being able to grab onto the slick surface of the side of the robot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I'll let you try again. Uh, yeah, when but, the swinging slows down, I'll try and re-aim for the point. In fact, no, can you teleport to a spot where you can just stand? Uh, no, I mean, he, the, the, it, it, okay, so let me put it this way. Okay, if, if what he wants to do is like teleport over to the leg of the robot, okay, and um, and hold and then grab onto it, that's still going to require uh, uh, an agility check. Uh, okay. And if he fails, because everything slips, it's slippery because the slow. rain. It's no, it's slippery because the rain is pouring down yeah. and the wind is blowing it, mm-hmm. and because the lightning is causing you to get blinded mm-hmm. and, just, and 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 confused. Right. Okay. It's really it's, it's it, and, and the robot itself, you know, is you can you can see that the robot is moving. Yeah. I mean, its feet are just basically pressed against the side. It's holding itself on inside the cave with its arms. So its bottom is actually shifting back and forth a bit. And its legs are moving back and forth a bit too, down there. So it's not, you yeah. know, it, it's not like it's really dug into the wall like right. you had some kind of a of a piton thing in its feet. And I'd really be in trouble if lightning hit the robot when I was touching. Well, that's why we had the roll here to see whether you, that happened and you were lucky and it didn't happen. So the question is, is I'll it... try again. Okay, you're going to try again. 
Now get it. Robot needs now, water. I, now, if you in fact roll a double lot, that means you're going to fall off the side of the mountain. I just want you to know that. It really has time to teleport. Now you could try. I'd have to see the where I want to go, and if I'm and if I'm no, tumbling, you don't. Oh. not what it says. Okay, you just have minuses again. Yeah. Okay, so let's see, six, and that's uh, so four. What's that? Four. You actually got six, a four. No, time. I got a six and then a minus two, two which is still four. a four. Okay, four. All right. So you successfully get over to the leg this time. All right, with the wind howling around you, it's just scary. You know, you can still see in the distance over to your left. You, you, uh, the, the the rain is blown away. You know, uh, you can still see this 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 glowing maw of of, of, of fiery something over on the left hand mm-hmm. uh, on, the, on your left hand side while this is going on as you get twirled around with the rope you know, mm-hmm. uh, and the wind. So you go and grab, you get over there, you you you, you pull the the hose. the hose out of the the, the re, uh, retracting uh, mm-hmm. place in the in the leg, okay, and you hit the button to pull yourself back up, and it pull and you, you pulls you up, you pulling it behind you, and you get up to the top, and I need you to make a bigger check. Mm-hmm. And you know, you can always keep asking him to make checks until he fails. He's already made fails. It's not, it's not about that. It's about the drama. Uh, oh, gosh. One. Three I minus mean, three. Yeah, three minus two. Okay. You're too, you're, you're, you're too exhausted to actually pull yourself over the ledge. Someone's going to have to help pull you yeah, up. Yeah, can I make a strength see, can check? Can I see him there? Can I help him? Yeah, run over and make a strength check. Say, hey, I'm exhausted. Help out. Uh, Is that with a hero die or without? Oh, it's with a hero die. Five. Four, actually. All right. With a four, you managed to drag him over the edge and and, and back into the the cave a little bit. Okay. (laughs) John... Uh, Philip is 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 exhausted. He's laying there, you know. He's panting. You know, his skin is clammy and wet. Uh, he's, you know, he's holding on. You know, he's still holding on to this thing, but he does not look good. It looks like he's really been suffering. You know, from exposure. Out okay, there. I'll try a heel check on him. Uh, don't you want to do something with the hose? Uh, I want to. Well, I, I obviously I want to put it to the water. Well, to soak to get the water in, but make sure it doesn't fall back. You better hold on to that hose. Can I? Yeah. Can I um, support it somehow? Um, you can go over to the edge of the of, of the entrance and and, uh, and and try to you know the to, to you know the to stick it underneath where water is falling. You can turn well, on the thing and you can feel the suction as it's sucking. Well, right right now I'll, I'll hold I'll hold the hose and I'll suck in the water. Okay. So, uh, make me a um, uh, make me a strength check at a plus two, which is cancels the minus one. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. 
five plus two is seven, minus one is six. Okay, so you're able to clutch to the side of the cave entrance with the wind blowing at you and the wind and the water whipping around you and proceed to to suck water into your robot, holding it there. John just lays there and probably passes into unconsciousness due to his exhaustion. Okay, I'm going to... Can I just do a heel check by at least looking at him, even if I'm holding? He didn't look like he was injured. He just looked like he was exhausted. Because, I mean, I want to find he caught pneumonia or something. He might catch pneumonia. That's not going to change anything by you doing a heel check. You got an overkill. Fine. You're you're busy trying to feed water okay, into the robot. Okay, I'm feeding the water into the robot. Okay. The forest, you, you said there was still a like, glowing moth, so the forest fire is still going? Yeah, it's still going. The water is pouring into it, but it's a big fire. And it's uh, it's, it's going oh, to take, take some time for even this deluge to put it out. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so you... You keep doing this, and and uh, and finally the the robot tells you that it's that it's uh, uh, it's that it's done. You know that it's full. Okay. Okay. At which point uh, you uh, let go of the the hose, and it reels itself back into its okay. its foot. Okay. Yes. And you and you yourself collapse into the cave itself, Absolutely. equally exhausted. Now both of you need to give me a. Uh, uh, I, I need to get some bigger checks out of both of you. Four. That's with the minus one. Three with the minus two. You got a minus one. I healed one. Uh, four, four with minus. Why are you, why are you rolling again? Uh, you said a couple bigger checks. So I no, no. I, I, I said I needed each of you to yeah. make a bigger check. Okay. So you failed. All right. Was it so, a four? He failed. Was it a? It was a four. He subtracted two. He should have only subtracted one. Oh, okay. Well, you both made your bigger checks. Okay. So the next morning comes, and the the sun is. Yeah. It's cl- it's still cloudy and angry looking at in 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 the heavens. Is there has the animal arrived? No animal has arrived. Fire okay. either fires out. The uh, looking it, it appears that the fire is out. Uh, there is no smoke uh, coming from either locations. Um, you, you, you can see a big charred area over there on the left-hand side down the mountain. And you can see another charred area where you started the fire. But okay. it's much, much smaller. The question, if we go down to the plateau, um, will we be more visible or less visible than we are here? Uh, you would be less visible. Okay, then we shouldn't oh. stay here anymore. Okay. Now that the fire is out down there. Right. Um, oh, there, oh, crap. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Um, is it not actually... It's not actually raining now, right? No, it's not raining at all. It looks like a lovely morning, even though both of you feel like crap because you slept, basically fell asleep on the, the rock floor and... Uh, and slept the entire night, but basically outside your sleeping bags, you know, wearing your sodden clothing on the floor. You, you're like, I don't know why I don't have pneumonia. Must be good living. And, uh, and you wake up with your bones popping and creaking like you're 20 years older than you actually are. But I need a shower. 
You just had a shower. What are you talking about? You had a shower for an hour. But you feel terrible. So do you. How much is the robot refilled? He's totally refilled. It's got, oh. all, it's got all its yeah. water back. Try to. That's the whole point of all this. Well, I don't know if we had enough time or, you know, with. No, we had enough time. Able to get. I, I think we should stop here or, like, stop after I land on the plateau. Okay. So you get back in the robot. It's been on the entire time, of course. Yeah. And uh, and you fire up the, the jets. Yeah. And uh, basically blow off, push off, fly over, and land down on the on the plateau. The uh, uh, the the ground crumbles and crunches beneath your feet as you land. All that vegetation, all those trees or whatever, turn to ash, and 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 uh, only the, the the deepest part of the. Of the Trees are still there, and mostly that just breaks apart into big black chunks. I don't suppose any of them were hollow. No. Um, okay. The uh, so you're you look around, surrounded by this black, uh, sooty landscape all around you, as far as far as you you can see, and then it, it disappears, and you can look out into the distance. Behind you. Well, now since the trees are not there to block our view, do we see cave entrances or passages? You do not. However, it does not mean that they're not there. Now they may all be underneath the, the debris of the trees that have burned and fallen over. You're going to have to search for it out there in that desolate. Well, we, we could, since, <laughs> since the robot is full of water, we could fly around and scan the ground. That should find any immediate entrances. You can try. Okay. We'll do that. All right. So, yep, you fly around using your ground penetrating radar. Okay. And you do find that, that passageway, and, uh, but you don't see any entrance. Though it may be that there is an entrance there, you think you find it. You see some irregularities in the ground. They might mean something. You're not quite sure. Let's land near there and actually search around. Okay. You see, there's a lot of there's a lot of fallen over trees and debris and things like that. Yeah. So you're going to need to use your robot to actually clear away some of this this tree debris. Okay. And when you do so. You do find an opening in the ground that's completely filled with cinders and uh, burnt pieces of wood and such. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to dig. You dig, yeah. Uh, well, we'll, I, we'll see what happens next time. And it's six! <laughs> Yo, brothers, this was the Tri Tech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker, you best attribute this to the folks at TriTech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts, because we're some bad mothers.
Hi, this is Trav of the Travcast, Hour 3 of Blind Wolf's Rubber Room Association on DementiaRadio.org, Tuesdays, 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern.